episode 26 of the dad pod sportscast uh coming to you live on a monday uh, i am kevin on the other end Artie and john what's up boys what's up what what and so uh we've got some nfl news 94 we days have... till kickoff yeah it's coming it's coming quick uh we got some nba news we got some uh, nuggets being nuggeting. Nuggets Eating. nugging. Uh, Kyrie doing Kyrie shit. Yeah. We have uh, baseball, kind of, kind of. It's the chaos of baseball. It's not the actual baseball. Yes. Um. We have NHL stuff, which is it is what it is. A uh, couple of soccer things that I didn't add. Already added this week, so that good deal. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, and yeah, that that's really it. So we'll get started here. And uh, rule change on kickoffs in the Food. NFL. Football. Thoughts. I hate them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you mean to tell me that it's bullshit? Roger Goidel Goidel decided that gonads. Roger Gonads decided in his infinite wisdom that. Anytime there's a fair catch, go right to 25. Uh, yeah. Yes. And inside anything 25 into the goal line will go right to the 25, I guess, if you fair catch 25. So why, why are we doing, why are we bothering punting and kick, having exactly. kickoffs anymore? Exactly. What what? Goodbye, goodbye kickers, goodbye kickers and pu- goodbye punters. Right, yeah. Like you're, you're Goodbye special teams players. Hello, you're, just guys who kick, you're just going to have an... Can you kick from 67 yards out? Cool. Like, do that. That's it. That's all kickers are going to be. Well, jump. Well, here's the thing not to jump right it right to the bottom, but right to the bottom bullet on the rundown. Kick the ball to the 15 or 20 and force someone to make a decision. Yeah. Well, that's either, what they're going to do. They're going to sky the ball. But, e- but either way, though, you're going to have collisions. Right. Right. Well, that's strategically, you're just always going to have, well, there's no matter what you do, unless you make it to like the 40, which no one's going to ever do. The the decision is kick the ball super high in the air at like the 20 yard line and make them say, should I run or should I fair catch for five extra yards? Only for it. That's it. They, no oh, more end zones. No, because that's yeah, what but, they do now. But, now they kick off. Now yeah, they, they kick, kick right to the, to the goal back. line. They don't kick. They yeah. don't kick it out of the end zone if they can help it. But all those collisions are happening on a shorter, more condensed field. So it's more violent. Like. Yeah, they call it the you're, phone booth effect. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get hurt. <laughs> like it's you're not saving anybody, guys. Like right, that's the whole st- thing. And like I I don't understand how the league was just like yeah, no, this is good. Well, that yeah. but also too, but d- don't forget they they're screaming about player safety, but they're gonna flex you into a Thursday night game. Well, yeah, exactly. Like that, they're yeah. And we're gonna make so, you guys and we're gonna make a couple teams play back to back over fucking seas and like yeah they, they don't give a fuck. This'll, they've, this'll they've never do. Been so fuck. Yeah. This'll so, work. Yeah, so according to Sports Illustrated, coaches on the Monday call unanimously felt that the rule changes would do little to reduce concussions and actually could lead to unintended consequences that lead to more injuries. Well, no shit. Like I think they have to recognize that at some point changing these kinds of rules are not going to mitigate a lot of injuries and concussion issues no because at this point like it's really just it's the nature of the game and they're always they're just always going to strategize around it so either you remove the context where those collisions happen completely or 
you recognize that you have to mitigate injuries in another way. Well, like, I would love i.e. make every fucking player wear the latest and greatest technology helmets and not say Fair. like, oh, hey, you're 32 and, you know, you're an older player and you, you get to fucking wear the old style helmet. Three generations go. No problem. I, that's bullshit to me. I don't think you I don't think they should be able to make those decisions. Fair, but they, they don't give a fuck as long as they're getting paid, man. Like we, we had a guy get twirled around and slammed on his neck twice. And once on fucking Monday night football and nobody gave a fuck and everybody was like, oh, well, let, let's trot him back out there. We saw the kid fall over against the Buffalo Bills and then get back up and get snapped back to his fucking head against the Cincinnati Bengals and nobody gave a fuck. Right. Okay. And and now and now we're, we're still saying, hey, trot back out there. We're, we're saying DeMar Hamlin is going to fucking play or either be an impact sub rotation guy or he's going to fucking start at safety game one day one fucking nfl season this year this is wild dying on the fucking field last year do we really care about player safety no if we gave a fuck he wouldn't be playing anymore like we saw ryan like we saw people say ryan shazier should be coming back to fucking play nfl linebacker like Mm -hmm. why right like didn't give a fuck like let's let's call it what it was like you, the Jets had a dude who got paralyzed on the fucking field and they didn't pay his wife out any fucking money. Like back in the early nineties, Dennis Bird, like do we got do we remember the whole Dennis Bird oh, thing? Oh yeah, of course. About yeah. him getting fucking paralyzed mm-hmm. on the damn on the damn field. How much money did his wife get out of that fucking whole deal? Not enough. I'll right. Say that. And but but when he was able to walk again, they trotted him out as some inspirational story and had him fucking wear the jersey and come out in the early 2000s and do the whole Fireman Fred chant. But then after he got depressed and succumbed to alcoholism, then what? Jets didn't give him a fucking dime, right? Who? Like, who? What? what? Yeah. What? So who? They, they don't give a fuck, man. Like No, they don't. They've never given a fuck. It's funny but how that works. Is, yeah, it, it it is what it is, man. It's like, look, they're, they're they're fucking Earl Campbell can't walk, but he's still in NFL films trucking some dude over. You know what I mean? Like, right. You got you got. They, they, don't, Jack- want, they don't want you to see that. Don't don't look behind the curtain. Well, yeah, Bo Jackson, probably the greatest two sport athlete of all time, but he broke his hip because he got hit like freakishly on a fucking run on to out of bounds playing for the Raiders. And that was it. That was it. That yeah, was, that was it. But he never got fucking money out of that. Like we know oh. Bo Jackson because of all the fucking like Bo knows commercials for Nike and shit, but like the league, yeah, it, ta- it, ta- it takes, it takes the third party commercial companies and the advertisers to like make them known well enough that's that's the difference between football and other sports is especially well, basketball is like football just uh, doesn't market, market its well, players well enough well not even that though like even baseball and like we'll get into that like baseball terribly markets its players. Well, well that but baseball like they don't do shit for their players anyway like let me put it this way basketball is the only sport that has a better right that has a good idea how to market its players outside of basketball right but like everybody base- else it's meh <laughs> but like baseball you have to work wait 10 years service time to get fucking vested and fucking get your pension or whatever the fuck versus like the NFL and the NBA where that shit comes sooner. It's like, like you have two to be or three a, years. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be 10 years in to get fully vested to get your pension. And even then it's only like 170 grand. 
Yeah, so, I mean, which, which is you which, know for most which, of us, it's which, great which money. Fuck, but which fuck me for saying it's only one hundred seventy grand. But yeah, it's like one hundred seventy grand. Yeah, but if your medical expenses are seventy five thousand dollars a year because you're fucking brain dead, you you know one hundred and fifty. Right. Listen, right. a nursing home for some of these guys at sixty years old is not out of the question, and nursing no, homes out of pocket are costing one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. No, so granted, that, but I ain't shit. Right, but like you would think that they'd give them free health care. But they have to buy into the fucking so player dumb. healthcare afterwards. So like that, that that's the fucking killer right there. So like you said, if they're if they're having to buy into the fucking healthcare, yeah, I'm getting 170 thousand a year. It's fucking pension. But, how but let's much let's pay Roger another billion. That's fine. Eh, Pretty you know. much. Uh, then all right. So off that soapbox, we'll go on to the DeAndre Hopkins soapbox. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins released the by the Arizona Cardinals. The soap. The days of our lives of DeAndre. Pretty much. I mean, so ESPN NFL insider Jeremy Fowler said they're in appearance on uh, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Fuck that show. Uh, that he would bet on either the Kansas City Chiefs or the Buffalo Bills on for signing uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Thoughts there? I mean, I mean, the Chiefs get the rich get richer. I mean, the I Chiefs don't need him. The, the Bills, the, the Bills could use him. Absolutely, the Bills could use him. I mean, right. you know, like we said, like I said, like uh, Fowler said, the Chiefs believe Kadarius Tony could be that guy. Um, they're not desperate, but you know, there's definitely interest. And honestly, I think the Bills could use him. The Giants could use him, no doubt. A lot of players, could, a lot of teams could use him. I mean, there's really not many teams that couldn't use a number one receiver. The problem is he's just coming off a, you know, a year where he was hurt, a suspension, and and an injury plagued season, and disgruntled. And you're right, you know, it's. I mean, it's I'm a sure, risk, but you know, he's probably looking for about 15 mil a year, so that's that's also a, an issue too. Like, yeah, but teams, I, th- I mean, I think you know. No, but I'm saying like all these teams yeah. have spent in free agency and signed their draft picks, so like they're only they don't have that some, room, right? Some a lot of these teams don't have like the Giants only have I think like four million dollars in cap space, and they're still probably trying to work out a deal with Saquon, so like. You know, that's makes makes the money issue uh, a big deal. Actual issue. Yeah. Right. It makes it an uh, issue. So you, you, you brought up the magic word, the cap space. Yeah. The um, cap space. Uh, you know, the bears could sign them. <laughs> I know the, bear, the bears have like $900 million in cap space. This all the bears are going to get fucking penalized for not spending their entire cap, like not coming within eight. I think it's like you have to spend 90% of your cap or something like I'm <laughs> that what it is. Yeah, yeah, I think it's you. I think you have you're required to spend ninety percent of your cap. You can't hoard money. You can't hoard like you have to. It's it's a parody thing. The NFL mandates that like you spend money on players so that like oh. nobody is terrible. Like I, yes, like the Browns were zero and sixteen and still spent ninety five percent of their cap. Right. They want you to spend. They, yeah, they don't want to be like you know what we're just going to punt on this year. Right. Sure. That's an anti. That's an anti. Um, or how about this? I should measure. say they want to make it look like you're not punting on this right. year. Well, that's, that's the thing you want when you go into training camp. You will be like, hey, look at our beautiful roster. We spent right. all this money on, you know, give right. hope. that makes. Yeah, that makes sense. You know where he could end up? He could end up on the Ravens with Lamar and his beautiful ball. That would be dope as fuck. Yeah, I thought about that, too. The Ravens. Honestly, there's if you just name a team and you could be like, yeah, totally. Like, yeah, you know, you can see it, you know, outside of the teams that have bona fide number ones, like, you know, like the what do you call it? Like 
the Vikings. Cowboys. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, they have they have CD Lamb. Yeah, I but know. they have. Yeah, I know. But could you see him going back to Houston? No, no. I don't think he wants to deal with another. Yeah, he's done with that shit. That shit's he, over. He wants to go to a winner. He's he's in ring mode right now. He does, and he deserves That's it. That's fair. He's San in Diego? he's in ring, ring chase Rather. mode. Maybe uh, yeah, LA, Los Angeles. Ma- sorry, maybe I don't know. They got so Mike just don't, there. I just just don't fucking tell me that he's tied to the Jets. That's all. I don't. I'm done. Well, there Bro. was a thing. Uh, th- listen, honestly, ever since they traded for Rogers, they've been in on every player apparently, and I don't That's know where so this dumb. money's coming. I don't know where this what, money's like, coming they, from. What cap space is this? That well, it's well, Figazi. Well, nice transition there. Seemingly, you guys still haven't restructured the Rogers deal, and seemingly, it's, if not, uh, I don't know how the fuck you guys are managing that. So. Please explain like I'm five where the fuck well, that's coming from. Okay. So you know, there's this person <laughs> in the organization, Woodrow Johnson. Kind of a dick. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Dren Stranger, who likes to see NFL players. Kind of likes to see dicks. Yes. No. Um has a thing for former Green Bay quarterbacks dicks. Yeah, seemingly that's what I'm saying. Like it. <laughs> as a thing for the dongs of the of guys who used to play for Green Bay. Um so my take is is that and I was I was listening to the fan this today and they were talking about somebody brought this up and I was like, all right, but like call me when training camp starts and if it's still not done, then I'm gonna start to get panicky. Um they'll you but but at the same token it kind of puts you in a bind because you don't know what the fuck your flexibility is going to be for the next three years. So you don't know, right. you don't know what money you can actually punt, <laughs> you know, right. the ca- that's the punt problem. on the cap. That's the, I know. Problem. that's the real problem. That's, that's right. the only problem. So um, I, I, I just like the dichotomy there where currently he's making the minimum, but next year he's making over a hundred million dollars. There's his, no fucking in between with you guys. There's a hundred and seven million next year. Like if they there's don't no, negotiate, that's literally no like, and even still, like eventually, even if they push it out because he has like the void years in his contract, love it. That sooner or later, you know, the rent is due, motherfucker. Like, yes, yes it is. <laughs> like, yeah, so I, he's making one point now. One point one six. I love it. One point one six five million is his guaranteed salary. He's he represents half a percent of the half of one right. percent. And next year, and then next cool. year, forty two percent. Like, how does that happen? Like, it I mean, they're going to have to extend. Well, they're going to have to give him an extension. They're right. going to they, have I mean, to they, give him a one year Fagazi, two year Fagazi extension. And they're right, void they, years. Right. They, they, yeah. They they made this. They made it so it's his one point one salary is you know a placeholder for the trade. Right. But like, right, because to make the numbers make sense, right. It's just why that's why the cap is just a farce. Such a joke. This happens when you're fucking desperate. Like when you're desperate for a quarterback at all fucking costs. This is how it happens. Like you guys, they're gonna have to right. So the only the only way this makes sense is if they have to extend them. They have to. They they don't have a choice. And and the extension, they the money they have to extend. If they extend them now. Because they could theoretically, we they if they have a deal in place, they could just they could they the the way extensions work. If I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but I think when you sign an extension, determines how far out you can you can flex the money. 
And so maybe they have a they have like a deal without signing in until the next league year so that they could stretch it out further. That's the only thing I can think of. Is there like just fucking yeah. deal with like that might be the reason why, because it's a hundred and seven million dollars of cap hit next year. So like maybe they're just saying fuck it. Like we'll do the extension next year when you know a- a- April first next year, March first next year, and we'll be able to extend it out of another year for, into the future. And then but it'll what be if, but what if you're not able to for whatever reason? Oh like, what oh, what if what if embrace the chaos, Kevin. Yes. What if what if just what if for whatever reason it doesn't work out and he's like, nah, I'm cool. I'm gonna keep making 107 million dollars. Like, well this is where the genius of Aaron Rodgers comes in where he'll just be like well, fuck you, pay me. Like you, you, right. you agreed to this. Yeah, and it's right. like, That's and, then, and then everyone's what? gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Like you, you knew this was gonna happen. Like, right? What, what incentive do I have if I'm Aaron Rodgers to be like, "Nah, nah, I, I'll take a pay cut from a hundred and seven million dollars." I almost like, feel like he not wants a pay cut. He, he, he's no, he's gonna say, gonna go. "Pay me." He, right, it, right. See, the problem is it's guaranteed money, so he's gonna get that money. Right, and he, he could retire just, and get it. Right. So like my, my whole thing is like, I almost feel like he's going to wait and see how this year goes. And if it goes shit, he's going to be like, well, you know what? Fuck you. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why they're, that's, that's the why I think he's playing coy with doing the extension now is that he's like, I don't have to do this. Like this could be the, this could me, this could keep him holding all of the cards and all the power and saying, this is the LeBron James two two year deal effect, basically. Like, I'm not giving you a four-year yeah. deal. I'm not giving you right. a super. I'm not signing a super max. Fuck you. Right. Keep trying. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, LeBron signed like two, two and three-year contracts for fifty million a year. Right. Right. Because he can. Right. Right. Oh, you don't uh, want to sign me for that? Okay, fine. <laughs> truth. Uh, in news that makes me absolutely fucking annoyed, uh, Dalvin Cook was almost a dolphin. Are they going to cut him or what? Like, what are we doing? They're going to cut. They're going to have to cut him because he's done. He wants out. He he said the other day he wants out. He's done. Well, but like, what are we uh, waiting for? Like, just yeah, do it. Just do it. They're Somebody trying to please. find it. They're trying to find a dance partner. Well, seemingly you guys could have him for fucking eleven million dollars, Jordy. Thank you. So. I'll take it. Will you? Do you really want that? For Why not? I got Brees Hall. I need Brees Hall insurance. <sighs> The problem is though you, uh, you, you gotta. We just rich getting richer, it. baby. No, you gotta. Let's no, for, go. no, for, forget that. You you have no room. No, yeah. I know you don't have. There's, there's, there's no, no that's all fucking bullshit. I know it's tongue in cheek. It's Michael Carter, fucking. Well, you're you're cutting. You're getting rid of Michael Carter at that point. There's the, there's yeah, one football. There's one oh, football. Like there's man. not seven. You can't. They're man. not. Listen, they're not all gonna eat. It ain't happening. That's true. No, that's but, why I can't. I can't wait for Rogers to be forcing the ball to Alan Lazard just because that's how we do it. <laughs> that's very. That would be very ro- Roger. I'm telling but you. We got what? Uh, per Albert Breer, Dolphins and the Vikings had agreed on a deal to send Cook to the Dolphins when the Dolphins uh, pissed their pants like they generally do, balked uh, at his injury history, and instead took Devin Arcane from fucking Texas A&M. Who has also had knee and fucking ankle injuries throughout his college career? Oh wow! So yeah, hey, but you know you what know. though? At least you take the guy from in college for basically low risk, low high reward here. Like, but like, but like the only reason we took Devin Arcane 
is because the man runs a four two and was a track star. Oh, no, I get it. He, he V fast. Hey, that's speaking, the uh, speaking of that's the, old, Al- that's the old Al Davis version yeah. way of drafting. Yeah, let oh, me just draft the fast. track stars. Oh, he's so, really fast. Speaking of, I just scrolled down Twitter eight hours ago. Albert Elrod said that the Jets are exploring the possibility of a one-year deal in the $10 million range to ease the workload of Brees Hall off his ACL injury. A deal could mean the end of Michael Carter's tenure in New York. There you go. I just would love to know where this is all coming, where all this money is coming from. I just don't understand. um, Like, I I just don't get it. um, From the estate of Woody Johnson's dead daughter? Yeah, probably. Don't tell them the secrets, guys. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that, oh, is that, that traits? Is that proprietary knowledge? <laughs> I mean, Apparently. Yeah. Am I going to get in trouble? Yeah, I'm probably going to get. Like, well, the only person now. there's there's only a few guys making over ten million dollars of cap number this year for the Jets. Name okay. Name the four players on the I Jets roster. Name the four players on the Jets roster making. Money that, whose cap number is over t- over ten million dollars this year because uh, there's only four. Probably mostly. Mostly is one at twenty. Uh, is number one at twenty one and a half mil. Sauces on a rookie deal. Correct. Um. Who else? Lazard. Nope. Really? No. Lazard's cap hit is only three point two million this year. Interesting. That's his cap number for the year. His actual, and that's his base. His base is only one million. Oh, hold on. Uh, that lineman. That lineman, Dwayne no. Brown. That's right. That would be is number Dwayne two. Brown? Would be Dwayne Brown. Yeah. Um, Corey Davis. That would be number three. Corey be, Davis at eleven point one. Corey million. Davis. Number four. Uh, who's the, the only guy Williams? who actually fucking deserves this money? No, you're Lakin Tomlinson. That's no, right, Lakin Tomlinson, number Lake four, ten point eight million. Quinnen Williams is close at nine and a half mil. Okay. Zach Wilson, uh, nine and a half mil. Um, and uh, then DJ okay. Reed is the next at, at basically eight million. And then it goes, you know, right, so it goes I'm, down from there. A bunch I of guys in the seven, six, five range that are like, you know, Makai Becton, Tyler Conklin, Uzama, Ahmad Gardner, Jordan Whitehead. You know, there's a bunch of, but then you get Garrett Wilson at four and a half million, AVT at 4.3. Jonathan Franklin Myers at foot. They got a lot of guys with these these friendly cap numbers this year in the five million dollar range, four million dollar range. It's a lot of guys. They're not paying anybody other than CJ Mosley, who makes 17 plus four and a half at 21 million. They're not paying anybody over 12 million dollars a year. Like right, you know, so yeah, that's that's this is where all the money's coming from. That's where it's coming from. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. McCall Hardman, 1.7 million. Brees Hall, two million. You know now. Yeah. Now, if I project that for next year, what's that look like? like next year's I... cap. Well, so next year's cap numbers. Um, Lazard makes what thirteen million. So next year? next year, it's not. Oh, they don't keep give it to you in order. So I gotta, I gotta kind of play through this. So Lazard goes up to twelve million. Jesus. Jonathan Franklin Myers goes up to sixteen. Don't forget uh, Rogers goes. Don't forget Rogers goes to 107. Well, okay. We're, we're, yeah. <laughs> yeah. CJ Mosley stays in. Yeah. <laughs> 42 percent of the cabin. 
according to there. this, like, it's, like, it's again, funny. You go on over the cap and like it actually uh, it looks like the, that many digits isn't meant to go in that space and, in that and column. It's, and it's funny too, like you look at their That's according to that, like, they're fifty one million dollars over the cap if it doesn't go up, which it will, but they're probably they're still gonna be forty five million over the cap. Like it's right. gonna be stupid. It's, it's still ridiculous. So so then so they got Lincoln Tomlinson at eighteen million, DJ Reed will be at fifteen million. Uh, who else has got a stupid number? So the closest guy is that's still- it though. Everybody else is at a mill, but there's only you know, they only have fifty-four players on under contract for next year. All right, yeah. But the so closest- they, they still have to fill out 40 fucking spots next year, yeah, too. Like but the, mm-hmm. but the closest guy to Aaron Rodgers is 80 fucking million dollars away from like yeah, but like my point is is that this my year goodness, come on. This year. And then but the other good thing is, is that after that, after and then in 2025. That's all gone. It's like a couple of guys yeah. at double digits because CJ Mosley goes down to five and a half million. So that's a cut. That's a cut that's number. Fair. They could cut him for nothing. Um, and Ahmad Gardner with 10 million. Random. So random. Um, I love it. So what these numbers for sauce make no sense. It's just the sauce numbers are so all. I mean, I guess it's a rookie deal, but like it's weird. All right. Alan Lazard 13. I love it. And then everybody else is 1.033334 million. <laughs> I love it. I love right. the base salary yeah, numbers. So it's, yeah, no, it's, it gets weird. You got space to fuck around with. All right. 2027, we have Alan Lazard and some guy named Thomas Hennessy under contract. Yeah, if when you go like way, way, way into the future, <laughs> it's like, oh, they only have three guys on the roster. Like, ah. who, is, who is Thomas Hennessy? Uh, you got me. It's a long snapper. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice long snapper. Anyway, paid. sorry for filling. No, that that's fine. In. That's fine. Uh, so that's our NFL news for the day. Football. Um, I mean, other than what you got, the Bills breaking ground. Yes, they broke, yeah, they broke ground on the new stadium. Yes, that's going to be done. I think in two years. Two years. Uh, but that that's really all. It, it, it's slow going for the uh, slow, yeah, slow turning. Yes, yeah, yeah. the slow. OT, listen, out, uh, you know, OTAs are almost done, and we'll I mean, get into mini camps and what. Leonard Floyd signed with somebody today. Uh, I want to say he signed with the Bills. He left okay. Oh, uh, Jer- Jerry Jones officially said the Cowboys are unlikely to sign DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, nice. So that's, okay. So that's that. And nah. charge. Char- all, the, all right. So I just I just went to NFL.com. Chargers coach Brandon Staley says they're in contract negotiations with Justin Herbert. So an extension. That um, makes sense. He's it's he. They need to lock him up. Yeah. Well, he him Joe Burrow. Those guys. Are the, yeah. That that class is they're ready for. That's extensions. the next. That's the next group here. Like yeah, but there's really nothing. No big movement going on. This is like like you this said. Is, this is dead. We time. had the, we had the draft. We had the schedule release. So now it's just. Yeah, this is the. Hopefully, no one gets hurt. Yeah, this is the the dead. Period. Oh, actually, no, there, there actually was one story. Hold on. All right, holding on. Yeah, let me uh, just the, look this up real quick. The cult quick. story. Yes. The cult story. Yes, we almost forgot about that. Yes. Uh, what was it? Hold on. Investigating the NFL yes. is investigating. Who was the What's player, uh, Kevin? You said it before. Uh, a cornerback, Isaiah Rogers. Isaiah Rogers. That's exactly. Yes, he's being. Yes, yeah. this. What do you call it? Her he released gambling. a statement at, on Twitter at nine 
at 9.30 tonight. Uh, addressing the current reports, I want to take full responsibility for my actions. I know I've made mistakes and willing to do whatever it takes to repair the situation. Last thing I ever wanted was to be a distraction to the cults, my coaches and teammates. I nah. let people down, made an error in judgment, work mm-hmm. hard to make sure that those mistakes are rectified. It's not playing the NFL, and I've never taken that lightly. I'm very sorry for all this. So that means he's guilty if he's saying that. Um, he fucking bet on some NFL. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, how stupid can you be? Like, yeah, no. Go, yeah. go, fucking, go, ho- fucking play poker for a hundred grand. Exactly. Get, fuck- get your, go get your jollies off, man. Go bet yeah, on go any other sport. Else. Bet on any other sport. Bet on golf, man. That's that's the real, the real gamble here. Yeah. Oh, one of my coworkers had Hovland. By the way, did you see he's caddying? For, uh, for, for his college roommate. For his college roommate, he went and fucking caddy 36 holes. What a G. That, that's fucking Won awesome. $3 million. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go caddy now. I'm going like, to caddy for my, for my, for my, my buddy. buddy. What a G. What a real guy. It's awesome. I appreciate um, it. I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm all about it. Um, You want to? We'll quickly recap the final, the East finals because it only because yeah. the Celtics came back from 03. Yeah. Just well, to shit the bed should, in game seven. Well, you know, I mean, he hurt Tatum hurt his ankle literally on the first drive of the first yeah. play of the game. And like it clearly it affected. I watched the whole I watched that game. It was 49ers Eagles all over again. Yeah, it was kind of kind of shitty. Um, it was the first time the Celtics didn't score more than 90 points. Uh, uh yeah. yeah. Caleb, Caleb Caleb Martin went out of his mind. Yeah. And him and Butler were combined for 42 points through three quarters, which is nuts. And the Heat played their best game, and also at the, the be- at- Celtics got bad luck. So it yeah. wasn't. It was the yeah. Heat would have won that game no matter what. I think the Heater. What do you call? Well, the nineteen point win is the largest road win and is the largest game seven road win. I I don't take stock in that stat, like just for representing anything, because I think the Celtics were just fucked. Like no, they got yeah. No, it, it, listen, that's the way that series was going. You you were getting right. blown out. One way or the other, right? So it, it was it was par for the course at that point. So um, the but fact he, that they're an eight seed reaching the finals sec- is second the second ever eight seed. That's right. Outside Hello? of the 99 Knicks. Oh, yeah. Latrell Sprewell. I miss. Oh, the Latrell Sprewell year. So let's talk about this one. Seventh finals in team history. Sixth under Eric Spolstra. Uh, First without LeBron or Wade or. Or Shaq on the roster, and there, this is their the seventh appearance is the most since two thousand six in the NBA. So more than the Le- any LeBron led team. Well, I guess that's well, saying, they take them all together. Yeah. But but think so, about how many times he was in there with the Cavs, the Lakers, and the Heat, like, yeah. and the Heat. I mean, well, the Heat, but whatever. Well, not the Heat, right? With the but, with the Cavs and Lakers, right? The Heatles, yes. Um, and so the wait, so the seventh. The other, the other one was the Pat Riley co- coach. Co- yes, Correct, two thousand four. Right, the Shaq, Shaq, the Shaq Dwayne Wade. Wade deer. Yeah, yes, the Shaq so, Dwayne Wade deer. There is something to be said. I mean, like, yes, it's become a meme, and yes, it's become a branding thing. But there is something to be said for quote unquote heat culture. They have built a culture down there. Oh, absolutely. Eric Spolstra is a good coach. He's, He's a, a really damn good, good coach. coach. And Pat, he learned from a probably, master. Yeah, Pat Riley's probably the best fucking like mind when it comes to constructing a fucking team and an organization around him. Right, because honestly, look at that team. That there's no, there's no super. There's no superstars outside of Butler. No, but it's he's Bu- the perfect 
he's the perfect superstar talent right. for that it's kind but, of team. It's, it's Butler, Bam, and then maybe, you know, and then there's a bunch of guys. Maybe, maybe Bam as maybe But it's Bam a bunch of her, good guys. Like, it's still, right, like, oh, right. that guy's like, good. Like, last year, two years ago, we were talking about Tyler Hero, and Tyler Hero got hurt this year, so we didn't talk about him. But don't like, listen. Don't don't underestimate Lowry being on that team. Championship right. pedigree. Don't underestimate Kevin Love's leadership right now. I mean, they they slotted him in for fucking game two, and for all intents and purposes, he fucking did the work that he had to yeah, do. Yeah, he played like, well. Like, not for nothing. Like, and then when you have Duncan Robinson taking on the fucking what the the Tyler Hero Max Strauss wrote, like where he's just fucking scoring 10 points in a quarter 12 points in a quarter you're you're doing all right like you know what i mean like guys like gabe vincent guys like Caleb martin guys like max strauss guys you know what i mean like there's so many role players that are finding their fucking spot on that team at the right time oh yeah like, it, it 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 can go seven it could easily go seven you know who else i is hope, on there? I hope so <laughs> don't forget the the immortal udonis aslam on that on that yes. bench Oh my god! Yep. I love it. I fucking love it. The the ultimate hype man. He does has him. Yeah, he's all. He's forty two years old. He's a fucking coach at this point. Uh, I'll, I'll take he's a it. glorified coach right now. But mm-hmm. I mean, he's the link to all those fucking early all those championships. He was yeah, on exactly. all those rosters. Yeah. So he's he's you you want to talk about the, he's a, he is there for the culture. That's yeah, why he's the, there. The, he's, he's there to be like guy. no no no. This is this he's Pat Riley's voice on the floor. Basically, oh absolutely is. Absolutely is, and the day he officially retires, he's going to be a special consultant to the GM or something. Yeah, he's not leaving. Like he's he's not like, leaving. They're like, all right, come back to work tomorrow. Like, right? Yeah, he's, yeah, he, he's what Kevin Garnett should have been in Boston, and what you, you know, like oh, that, God, and Paul Pierce, and Paul Pierce. Yeah, but that, that's what I'm saying. Like those, there, there are certain guys who should always have a spot just because of the link they have to the fucking organization and you'd be smart to keep them in the fucking building. And those two are. Well, my, my, my team, the Knicks don't ever do things like that. So, you know, no, other than, you know, like God forbid, Patrick Ewing was on someone's staff. God forbid. God forbid, Patrick Ewing. God forbid that we actually gave Alan Houston a spot or before it was fucking late. Um, God forbid, fucking well, we burn we, all those fucking bridges. Someplace. God forbid, we picked the brain of fucking one of the best power forwards of all time, Charles Oakley. Like, God forbid, we fucking no, let's allow let's, him to let's sit ban in the people from arena. the building, right? Yeah, like, whatever, Egos. whatever, man. It, it's yeah, well, but anyway, you know. back to the heat. Um, NBA finals started. Um, it was Nuggets, it is Nuggets against the fucking uh, Miami Heat. Uh, as Johnny put it in the rundown, Nuggets come in as the top few goal percentage team in the NBA at 50%. Um, Heat are the lowest scoring team in the NBA this year. That, Amazing. That's well, they were 44 and 38. So Right. That, um, to that. Game one, Jokic ends up being a goddamn monster uh, and pretty much Joker. sleepwalk to a triple-double in game one, which is yeah, the most pretty much. ridiculous fucking thing I've ever seen, where he only took yeah, five Yeah, I was attempts. like, oh, he's got a triple-double. Look at that. He only took five attempts in the fucking first half, it's and amazing. he still ended up it's with amazing. 30 fucking points. I, I don't know how the hell he managed it. And then he's uh, good. game two was a flip, and fucking Butler and the Heat. Now the Heat were down season. 10. The Heat were down 10, but they came back. Yeah, but they remembered that there's a whole-ass series to be played, and... yeah. 
came to play. You know what I mean? So they did. It's a matter of which Miami Heat team is going to show up. Like they can't take a night off. Like if they take a night off, they're going to get steamrolled. But well, it's all it's for them. It's all fucking momentum too. Like yeah, the Nuggets. The Nuggets were the team this year that. They, you gave them an inch. They took a mile for three weeks, and they went on. You know, they they won. They went seven and one over eight games. Like, you can't fucking give them that much. You can't give them room. So they, the Heat did their job. They they took a game. They they won home court, quote unquote. And so sure. now it goes back to, I mean, whatever that's worth theoretically in the NBA right, finals. Yeah. But yeah. Um. In off the court news, we had Monty Williams signing with the fucking uh, Detroit Pistons. I mean, he, he goes from being in Phoenix and winning 100 games in two years to the Detroit Pistons. So we'll see what happens we'll see there. How, see about that. And then Nick Nurse signs with the Philadelphia 76ers to continue the process. So <laughs> we'll we'll restart the process. Restart the process. Yes. Process what part are, two, electric boogaloo. We'll see what fucking happens there. Boogaloo. Um, what, do, what do we think about the finals? Do we think... Is it a coin flip still at this point? I think that the heat <sighs> winning, I think that the Heat winning game two makes it a bet makes makes it interesting because if the Nuggets were going up 2-0, I think it would have been a sweep. Sure, I, yeah, I, I agree with that. As much as the uh, Miami in me wants to come out and say the Heat will win the series, I I don't see it. I think that it's Denver's to lose. To be honest with you, like I I think they'll. They'll make it close and they'll play close, but I think that that's Denver in six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Maybe seven. Ah, they could. I could see it going seven. I'll. I'll, t- I'll take seven. Uh, but right. Denver in seven. Now, have we heard this Kyrie Irving bullshit? Or I heard that he was. I didn't know that he reached out to LeBron, but he's been like, "Oh, maybe we should join up again." Yes. So yeah, three, because five, it worked, four years too late, bro. Because it worked so well in Cleveland. Uh, Kyrie Irving reached out to Braun to join Dallas. Mm-hmm. So he is a free agent upcoming, uh, made public his desire to join with Braun and vice versa. Um, and as I put in this fucking rundown, uh, this is just beautifully done subterfuge by these two idiots. So essentially the plan being, if you put pressure on the Lakers to bring Kylie to fucking LA rather than the other way around, it gives carry a place to play you're making braun happy and essentially you're teaching rob Palinka and the rest of the ownership who's really running the fucking show there like that that that's really mm-hmm. it it's like uh-huh lebron's the fucking gm and he'll be the gm until he fucking decides to leave but that that's he's really gonna play with is. his son he's gonna play with Bronny. you know that's happening you think Bronny's gonna end up in fucking la you know they're gonna fucking orchestrate oh. it to happen you know it's gonna happen Come on! So what? Don't they're be... just gonna... So what? They're just gonna tank next year and get the number one pick in the fucking draft. They're gonna be bad. Envelope? No, they're bringing Kyrie Irving to fucking blow it all up. Oh, That's God. what they're doing. The, and LA's gonna fucking be in the lottery, and they're gonna win the lottery. I swap. Watch, oh, fucking watch. I, God, I hope not. And like, like I put in the rundown, but like you wonder why Magic Johnson divested and got the fuck out of there. He got the fuck good. out because he was like, these people are nuts. <laughs> like, well, I mean, first of all, Genie Bus. To to use John's favorite fucking terminology that we've used here on the show, oh, the Lord. Lakers became a poverty fucking franchise. I mean, 
The Lakers are a brand. <laughs> he doesn't even deny it. He doesn't even argue. No, they are. They are. It's just like, listen. They're the Yankees. You, you hit your you hit your wagon to LeBron James. You got to with all the bullshit that comes along with it. You got to be ready for it. Now you have to. He's, You're right. You, you get LeBron the player, which is otherworldly, which is what you pay for. But then you get LeBron the GM, and then you get LeBron the movie producer, and LeBron. The brand, the documentarian, the brand. Right, yeah, you have right. to deal with all that stuff. The, and, the activist, yeah. Right, and he wants to, uh, like, you want to bring in, he wants to bring in his guys. He brought in Anthony Davis. I'm sorry, but some nights Anthony Davis is just in here to get his cardio. Like, some nights Anthony Davis forgot basketball is what and he listen, gets paid I, to do. And listen, uh, LeBron's earned the right Ooh. to pick who he wants to play with. I guess. I mean, he's dominated the league for 20 years. I get it, but like, you know. There's a reason Guys, why, that that wouldn't fucking fly. There's, there's like, a reason in why Miami that, with Pat Riley. I'm sorry, no, it that wouldn't. One. But but there's a but there's also a reason why you know the Lakers are on that panth that on on that quote unquote Mount Rushmore of of uh, organization. Douchebag, no right. douchebag fans. No, ah, no, uh, there we go. Of, of yeah. the the, oh, the Dallas Cowboys, New York Yankees, L.A. Lakers, Manchester United, fucking you know fan base. <laughs> like like it's just. <laughs> Toronto the glory, hunter, the glory hunter fucking fandom right exactly that's what it is like you know the teams that used to be really good a long time ago and they don't shut the fuck up about it like you know truth, truth. No, the you're, you're, you're absolutely spot on um but yeah no we've said it a million times on on this podcast alone like you you've now stopped being a sports franchise and you've become a brand and that's really what you become going forward. Like you're, I you're feel like these about... leagues should have the ability to like just be like, you're done owning this franchise to these owners. Be like, you stopped, you stopped playing the game, and you're now just treating it as a business, and you're no longer allowed to. Like, I feel like they should be allowed to just kick other owners out for that reason alone. I know they can't, but I feel like that is the biggest problem. Is that like the bus family fucking? When 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 they when the kids when Jeannie was fucking running the show it was it was a goddamn shit show because she was more interested in her relationship bullshit with with Phil and I'm like what are we doing yeah. here? Well, Pat, it's you're not and wrong. Then the league was like Magic, get in there and fix it. And he was like, fuck this, I'm out. After two years, exactly. yeah, I mean, well, Magic was hoping, and and God bless this man's soul. Magic was helping that he could fucking groom Kobe to fucking step in somewhat into that fucking organizational role. I, I then, agree. I think that was and the then, plan. And then when Kobe passed, that's when Magic was like, well, fuck this. There's yeah, no I'm, reason I'm out. Fucking, I'm out. Like, there, there's nothing connecting this organization and the LeBron Lakers to Showtime and or the Kobe Lakers. So now what? Now what the fuck do I do? Right, exactly. Right. Now, there's no reason. There's this, no right? option. He's got no options at that point. Right. So, right, yeah, you have it, to look it, at you know cost. What is it? Cost benefit analysis. What do I get? What, what do I get out of this? No, what, what's, what, do I, what? What's my ROI on this bullshit? Right, what exactly. What there? What am I getting here? And guess what? You know, not nothing. It, it's crazy to me that he's gotten more chance. Like he's gotten more money and more net worth out of being an owner of the fucking like Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah, than the he Dodgers. Has then he has gotten out of the fucking Lakers. That that's just wild to me. Like his net worth is it's stupid now. It, it, it's stupid, but it's stupid because he linked up with Guggenheim Partners and the Dodgers, and his net worth has nothing at this point 
to do with the LA Lakers. Right. And ba- and and his, his ESPN money and his his lake nothing. The Lakers that they didn't make him any money compared to what he's got now. Yeah. No. Well, theoretically what? He played how many late years for the Lakers before he got AIDS? Um uh, seven. Yeah, it was a decent like amount. It was like it was like eight or nine years, right? Enough to qualify him for a Hall of Fame career. That that's true. That is absolutely true. I, I, don't, I don't know the number off the top of my head, but you know, enough to give him uh, a, a one, good, two, uh, three, there. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve years. Twelve years. Okay. Okay. And then he came back for ninety-five, ninety-six okay. for half a year. So twelve right. plus that, right? One of the one of the better Charles Barkley quotes of all time. When everybody was scared of him coming back, Charles Barkley comes out and says, "What? It's not like we're fucking under the basket." Leave it to Charles to be a word to Chuck. Yeah, leave it to Charles to to break it down for everybody and just do the absolute words. But you know what? But he's not wrong. He's, he's not wrong. Right. He wasn't wrong. Hell, was he? Did he just fucking sit there and educate probably a million people on probably oh, it's an STD? Oh, that's how it right. works. Like, that's how it works. Right, right. Exactly. Like, oh man, Chuck never never changed. Chuck never changed. Never Chuck. Changed. I still think about Chuck when he was mouthing off to Tom Brady when they were doing that golf when they were doing the golf thing. Yeah, and he Brady fucking. Sunk. That's Didn't Brady fucking Brady. stuck at two feet to the pin. Yeah, like, yeah. Take a suck of that, Chuck, or whatever he said. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, I was just like, God damn. Yeah. Well, well listen, some, but see, here's the thing, though. Ch- Ch- Charles will, will, will dish out the, tr- the trash talk, but you can give it back to him. Like he can right, take it. Exactly. Yeah, oh yeah, he took it. He took it like a man. I I just, God bless that man for constantly talking shit about the city of San Antonio. <laughs> God uh, bless him. It's all those yeah, churros. It's pretty great. Yeah, all those churros. churros. <laughs> yep. You won't find one good-looking woman in San Antonio. Yeah. According to Chuck, you won't that's find the, one. That's what he said. He's a gem. Don't ever change, uh, Chuck. Yes. No, it's the best. So we got baseball. Um, I guess I will jump into it. Well, before um, you before you do that, let's just get it out of the way. Jacob Degrom to the sixty-day IL. Right. I mean, let's just get it, it over with. Let's just, it. It over. let's just get it over with. We, we, we told you guys. We, we told we, you. We fucking told you it was going to happen. Uh, put a, what up with my mortgage payment on it? <laughs> we, yeah, we, like we, just... we, I mean, I'm not trying to gloat, but me and Johnny sat here for weeks on end and said, you're not going to see him until after the All-Star break. And, and now you're not going to see are. him. In, yeah. Now you're not going to see him until. Probably the postseason. Uh, yep. They're no, not you'll see make, him in September. They're not going to make maybe. the postseason. <laughs> So you'll see him fucking next year. You'll see him fucking spring training March next year. Pitchers yeah. and catchers. See you in March. Because they're going to shut him down. He's going to come back. The season's going to be over. They're going to have nothing to play for. And they're just going to shut him down and say, all right, we're, we'll see you next year. Yeah. So ridiculous. We're good. What's the injury this time, though? Like, what, what are they well, claiming? It was forearm. And for, I think it was, uh, it was forearm. Uh, tightness or inflammation. Hold on, Degrom injury. Let me just look this up. So it's the same injury. He elbow had. inflammation. Elbow and in, right elbow inflammation. That's cool. what it was. So, and and you're absolutely right. Um, he was placed on 60 ADL 
He was throwing bullpens, and they just said it still hurt. But so here's the thing: Uh, he's thrown several bullpen sessions, yet to throw to hitters. Uh, General Manager Chris Young said he's moved to the 60-day his move to the 60-day IL does not indicate any setbacks, but it displays that he has not been progressing at the original pace expected. So, so I mean, I hmm. (laughs) so he didn't get worse, but he didn't get better. Correct. So is that, but isn't that getting worse? Isn't that Uh, bad? (laughs) Like, I mean, it's not getting worse, but isn't that like a huge fucking problem? I mean, I guess it's one of those things where it's like, I'm not healing from an issue that seems to be, I should be healing from. Right. The inflammation isn't going away. Right. What's causing the inflammation and why isn't it healing the way the human body is supposed to heal? Well, so, so far he's only pitched 65 innings this season, correct? Yes. yes, roughly. 60. Uh, yes. No. Uh, yes. And that's a five-year, $185 million contract. Correct. Correct? Okay. Stay with me here. Stay Idea. with, Stay with me. you. Walking walk this what, what if Jacob DeGrom becomes 30. Your... No, 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 no. Kevin, no, 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 no. He's only pitched 26 and two-thirds innings. I see 20, 30, right, so 30, 30 and a third, actually. I so, see. So, all right. Sorry. 65 was last year. Yes. Yeah. He so he's five innings last year. He's yes. pitched 30 oh, and I'm a sorry. third, according yes, to Yes, you're right. Yeah, you're right. right. Oh, I'm, so I'm then, misreading. So right. then at, not a so lot. Then, not a lot, regardless of that. My Six horrible thought is here what if you want to make the most out of your fucking banger buck. You know he's not going to fucking pitch you to 300 or 250 innings anymore. Closer. Exactly. Fucking throw him out there. I mean... Make, make your money back and make him a $38 million a year closer. Fuck it. Fuck it. I, yeah. might, I mean, you might have to. I mean, I don't know. I don't think he can he, fucking... He can't, he can't go six innings anymore. He can't. He can't even go six innings anymore. But is the here's the problem. Is the problem that he can't throw 100 miles an hour anymore? Like, is that the, actually the problem? See, I think his body is not meant to do more than, let's just say for arguments, like 95 miles an hour. That the five mile extra miles an hour makes a difference and strains oh, his do. his muscles to a point and his tendons to a point where it's just they, they it's do. internally bruising and he's fucked. You you know you know who Jacob Degrom is. Jabba Chamberlain? No, he's Tim Lincecum. That's actually really good. Yes. With a a less violent but still destructive delivery of the baseball. Where he was lights out for two or three years and then the the fucking inability to learn how to pitch, not throw, pitch, fucking cost him a Hall of Fame career. Yeah. That's the reality of it. Anybody can throw not everybody can pitch like right. and sadly like the grom would have had a hall of fame career if he just learned how to fucking pitch like at one point you had mike fucking maddox oh, wait, teaching you how to fucking throw you know what i mean like right. you had roger mcdowell teaching you how to pitch like you could have picked up from either one of those fucking guys and you refused oh shit Oh no! If you, I, de- I defeated the Dolphins 39-38. I'm sorry. Oh boy! For, Last for, second two point conversion. We're thirteen. Uh, we're thirteen and zero. Thirteen oh and zero. The he, he's making a run. I'm waiting for the uh, 
The Roger Aaron's led New York Jets. I'm <laughs> Rochier I'm, Aaron's. I'm, yeah. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the Retro Bowl '72 Dolphins to pop a cork on you, and just when you fucking <laughs> yeah. inevitably lose a game. Yeah, I've never gone undefeated. I'm 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 four time defending, but I've never gone undefeated. I've it's been a lot of 15 and ones and 14 and twos. 13 and 0. I'm it's that was the closest game. I had to go nice. for two with 11 seconds left. It was very scary. <laughs> I love it. I know. This is what we do, guys. Anyway, that's it. All addicts, right. So let's let's get in, let's get into this Oakland stuff. Oh, oh fucking Oakland. Let's, let's talk. Po- gonna... Let's learn about politics in America. Well, sure. No, no so, thanks. So seemingly, <laughs> the Oakland's pissed at the A's and Las Vegas isn't buying what they're selling. Seemingly, uh, city isn't taking John shit. City of Oakland isn't taking John Fisher's shit lying down. And in response to the narrative that Fisher and his group put out that they didn't want them there or weren't willing to work with them, made the whole Howard Terminal uh, ballpark creation difficult, they fucking went out and released a full disclosure document detailing the whole negotiation between Fisher and the city of Oakland. Which is, uh, you don't do that. <laughs> no, it was, it, it was, that, you don't play that, that no, dirty. No, definitely as, not. As the kids say, Oakland kept the fucking receipts. <laughs> they Pretty much. All. They kept those fucking receipts. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, in response to the A's announcement, Oakland Mayor Shang Tao, which sounds like a fucking Mortal Kombat villain, just, just throwing that out there. <laughs> so he true. directed staff to cease negotiations with the A's, stating, I am deeply dis when when an Asian man, an Asian father says, I am deeply disappointed, that fucking cuts to the core. That cuts, uh, that cuts but, real deep. Yeah, but the A's have not chosen to negotiate with the city of Oakland as a true partner in a way that respects the long relationship with the fans, the city, and the team. Uh, the city itself has gone above and beyond our attempts to arrive at a mutually beneficial term to keep the A's in Oakland. In the last three months, we've made significant strides to close the deal. Yet it is clear to me that the A's have no intention of staying in Oakland and have simply I mean, been using this process to try to extract a better deal out of Los Angeles. I mean, okay, cry me a river a little bit, but yes, he's sure. not wrong. But, uh, but especially at the last but point. Here's, he the, made. Money, here's yeah. the money quote, though. I'm not interested in continuing to play that game. The fans and our residents deserve better. Oh, good for him. Yikes. Sticking up, uh, sticking up for the little guy, I guess. Yeah. So Oakland's he, he continues that by saying Oakland's leaders have been clear they want the ace to remain rooted in Oakland for generations to come. I like how he used the branding, the branding fucking message in there, rooted mm-hmm. in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Uh the city worked for several years to come to an agreement with the A's over that time. City has repeatedly shown its commitment to the team and its fans and demonstrated the political will to keep the A's in Oakland. And now here is where he brings out the fucking receipts. In 2021, A's asked the city to form an infrastructure financing district for the project. Oakland's council, including the mayor, agreed and convinced Alameda County to consider opting in as well, nearly doubling the potential funding available for public infrastructure. So they asked and they received commitment from the city to fucking help them in securing Mm. the financing for this. Mm -mm. Later on, Mm. same year, they asked Mm -mm. the city to raise nearly $360 to fund off-site infrastructure city again rose to the challenge raised 375 in non-city funding with another 100 million in grant that they were going to give the fucking team to stay in oakland uh bad bad, bad form yeah, oakland they, they then asked they then asked the city council to certify it in, in ier 
which if you guys don't know, it's an, uh, for people listening, it's an environmental impact report for the project about, you know, the, the impact that's going to have financially and culturally on the city. Oakland not only did so, but they defended it in court twice. Jesus for fucking staying. So they, they, they threw their, they, they played ball. They said, yeah, well, they were on the Oakland A's team here. They were like, yeah, we'll keep you. Right. So then lastly, in 2022, a couple months ago, they asked Oakland to engage with local commissions and development committees after an initial vote on the project failed. The city of Oakland once again intervened and helped them achieve a fucking 23 to 2 vote in favor of the project. Oh, Jesus. Overwhelming, they might say. Yes. Yeah, just a tad. The fun part about this is that the A's license to occupy and play baseball at the Oakland Coliseum expires on December 31st, 2024. Any extension or new license is going to be negotiated by the Coliseum Authority, which manages the Coliseum on behalf of the owners, the city, and the county, and is going to require approval of both the city and the county. So seeing that these motherfuckers were trying to leave for years now, the county agreed to sell its 50% interest in the whole complex. So, where, so that would have been the baseball field and where the Raiders played at that time. So they were going to sell it to the A's directly for $85 million to be paid over seven years. That That's sale, a fucking steal. Right. The sale yeah. was scheduled to close in 2026. So under the terms of the agreement, if the A's elected to relocate outside of Oakland prior to 2026, all those unpaid installments would be immediately due. Yeah, immediately due and payable. Sure, yeah, I was going to say they accelerate that fucking loan real quick. Right, so good job not reading the fucking fine fine print, John Fisher. No, Um, I'm sure they read the fine print and said we don't fucking care. Because they're like, oh, we'll make that money back. So, he, right. How does the deal offered by Oakland at Oak, at Howard Terminal, right on the port of Oakland, compare to that being contemplated in Las Vegas? So they came out with receipts and fucking narrowed it down bullet by bullet. So oh. unlike the waterfront ballpark district project, which includes five million square feet of residential and commercial development, in addition to a thirty-five thousand seat private privately funded, financed, owned, and operated ballpark all on 55 acres that the city was giving them. The A's Las Vegas project reportedly would comprise solely of publicly subsidized and owned 30,000 seat ballpark located on a site within Clark County 30, to be specified. 30, small right. in today's day and age. Based on local uh, Vegas media reports, it appears that the A's are currently seeking $380 million in public monies to directly subsidize the cost of ballpark construction. In Oakland, the A's never sought a public subsidy for their ballpark. Not once. It was all going to be publicly funded. Awesome. Excellent. Uh, public investments contemplated for Oakland's waterfront ballpark district were instead to be directed to project elements that directly benefit the public. So it was going to include at least uh, $376.5 million in federal, state, regional, and local funding for off-fight infrastructure. Um, and approximately $500 million in EIFD bond proceeds, assuming that the county contributes its property tax to, you know, to the whole project and reimburse. They were going to reimburse the A's for on-site infrastructure, parks, open space, affordable housing, 
so on and so forth as part of the project as well. Yeah, it became like the the remember the island, the Charles Wan project right. it, that he it, wanted for the house. It, it basically be became at that level. So yeah, so the going forward, there's a guy, JC Bradbury, who's like the guy you go to when you're building fucking stadiums. So he comes out earlier this morning and he says most spending that happens in and around stadiums is just reallocated local spending. So there's doesn't seem to be much net positive income economic impact from the stadium. Um, anyone who's telling you that there's an economic benefit to a stadium deal is lying. I've studied e- EIFD this is economic impact feasibility determination, right. by the way. So awesome. I've studied this to death. There's universal agreement. Most people are coming to A's games. You'll have people who are local Las Vegas A's fans, but you may have people who are in town. Instead of going to see a show at a casino, they'll go to a baseball game. That's money Hello. that would have been collected in Nevada and spent on other things to begin with. Hello, Dad Pod Sports. <laughs> yeah, Hello. yeah. He he called us out by fucking name. Like he's <laughs> gonna go hit the Knights, the Raiders, and the A's all in one weekend. Right. But like, who he's... cares? Like, oh, no, that's you're going to Vegas. What do you think is gonna happen? But but he make it's a good point though. Like, in and of itself, it's not a bad point. Like, like, don't peddle this bullshit that, like, oh, my God, this is going to help the area. Right, like, yeah. So so he goes on to say, like, baseball can generate some additional tourism, even up to a few hundred extra additional hotel room nights in baseball cities. And you see that in places like Minneapolis, Cleveland, because tickets are affordable. And, like, games well, yeah. can actually – but games in Las Vegas can actually contribute to a loss in tax revenue because someone could spend $25 to see a baseball game for the A's – Versus spending two hundred to go see Britney Spears, or spending right. way more than two hundred dollars, losing money in a fucking casino. Right. That that's a good point. That's where they're and, saying, yeah. Right. And to the extent that this just shifts around where existing tourism are spending money, it's a big net negative. And again, it's not clear to me that people are saying, "Hey, you know, I never thought about going to Vegas, but now that they have a baseball team, I might." That doesn't seem like a good argument. I can't fucking Mm-mm. argue anything that this guy's saying. Like, no, no it's try, not like people try. are gonna look look at that and say, "Oh, I'm gonna move my family to Vegas now to the suburbs of Vegas because they're a right. wholesome or community now right. with a baseball team." Like, no. Right. Like, even so, though it would never happen, like if the Yankees were like, you know, what, we're gonna move to Vegas, like that's different. Sure, sure, that's a different. But talk about because, brands and stuff. Right, exactly. But like the A's aren't God. a fucking brand outside of Oakland. You know what nope. I mean? Like. Funnily enough, oh boy, the Nevada State Legislature session ends today, ends tonight, June fifth, hey, and the Tropicana, yes, and the Tropicana Stadium build was being brought to a vote. And as of this writing, fellas, as of right now, fucking ten forty four, it didn't fucking pass. They needed a simple majority to lock them into Vegas, and they're not going to fucking get it. Boy. Nevada state legislator, like the legislative session, happens every odd year for whatever dumb reason. So if doesn't pass tonight, they're screwed, and they have to wait until 2025 to bring this back up for resubmission and consideration. As huh. we said, the problem with that is that the huh. lease at the Oakland Coliseum ends in fucking 2024. So the A's aren't going to have a fucking home. Oh, no, like, they're going to play at some 
triple A right. ballpark. Right. right. They're gonna have to go back to the drawing board because they're without a lease. Oakland isn't fucking around and they're gonna tell them to just go fuck themselves unless they're gonna privately fund a stadium like they fucking agreed to initially, seemingly. And it's plan F. Plan fucking F. Like what do you do now? You know what I mean? Like if Vegas falls through, which it looks like it's going to, Sacramento, who has the, the River Cats in the AAA stadium, 14,000 people, that looks like it's the next temporary home while they find out where the fuck they want to go. That's shitty. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a step down or two. Right. But the mayor, like in, in fucking like wink, wink, nudge, nudge, we already have this fucking figured out because we knew this wasn't going to fucking pass. He weighed in on the fucking Sacramento as a potential interim site, and he says the following. Break a leg, Las Vegas. Take that however you want. I've said this before. I really feel bad for the people of Oakland, and it makes me mad as a mayor of a city. Do right by your city, the special loyal city, and I don't think the A's have been done right by Oakland, so let me get that off my chest first. Maybe, just maybe, some of the con conversations that you're just describing, maybe they're happening and they have happened. I can't confirm or deny, but maybe that conversation's happening. So nobody look at the fucking guy behind the curtain. Pretty much. Essentially. Oh, oh, the, the, that is, that's a puppet master, if I've ever heard one. That's a good politician. Maybe or maybe not, we've already confirmed that the A's are coming to fucking Sacramento. Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. We I'm already sure know there, this shit's not gonna fucking happen. I'm sure there's so a back I'm sure they're the backup plan. Right, right. yeah. Like well, that that's what I'm saying. I'm also reading on what on well a news website, KSNV Las Vegas. Um that uh, what do you call it? Monday marks the last day, blah blah blah. Uh, key budget bills and proposal to put public funding toward a stadium is in limbo. So it's not just the stadium that's in limbo. I think the entire state budget is up for like, right. Yeah. Up like for the... vote here. And they say like, if it's not passed, they're going to need a special session because I think the state runs out of money on July 1st. Oh, that's convenient. Legislative Democrat, yeah, legislative Democrats say that without this funding, many state services will stop on July 1st, and a new version, SB 511, was introduced over the weekend. Senators voted along party lines, blah, blah, blah. passed out of Ways and Means Committee. If it's vetoed again, a special session will be likely necessary in the coming weeks. So, uh... so it's one of those things where, like, you know, Democrats going to Democrat, Republicans going to Republican. And we're just going to fight over this shit until July 1st. Right. But then we're going to take this shit, this proposal to vote. Mm -hmm. And they only have 24% support amongst the constituents in fucking Las Vegas. So it's going to get fucking shot down. So they right. need a fucking backup plan. Like, right. they, like, they, like. Because now we're talking about billions of dollars where you could be like, well, you we could use the billions of dollars to fund, you know, the police and state. Well, they right. They so could education system. So, yes, exactly. Well, they could they could law? vote to. Oh, wow. This led to, oh, God, the legislators and fucking. Re so the I went on their website, the state legislators website. You can actually stream the assembly and the Senate's live stream what's oh, going on with their oh, what they're Lord. voting what's going on in chambers senate is voting on bills 
assembly's a fucking recess at the moment. Oh my god. They're um, gonna call a special. So if this is like when we have the state budget, which everything right. is in the fucking state budget. Every you know, it's one of these fucking, you know, giant ass pieces of legislation. It's not just the budget. It's how ninety percent of the law changes that happened in the right. state that year fucking right. happened. Right. That's how uh, mobile gambling happened. So yeah. all every time they've changed rules for Medicaid with regard to like qualifying number like the asset limit and all this shit. And so it's been part of the budget. And I'm like, why? Like what? Why does it's it's so dumb? So, yeah, every time but, it's changed since I've been a lawyer, it's been part of the budget. I wonder, though, like if they end up bungling this fucking move to Vegas, like. What do you have to do at this point for MLB to step in and be like, look, bro, they have to like Manfred's going to step in because if they lose their lease, they can't have one of they can't be the Major League Baseball cannot be talking out of both sides of his mouth saying we're going to get expansion franchises when one of its older franchises can't even fucking get a place to play like that shit's not going to fly. Right, right. So like this, it has to be on the table now. If he fails and he fails this publicly and this spectacularly, like MLB is going to take over this fucking team. Like they have to. What was it? Um, I'm on ESPN now. Hold on a second. Let's see. Rob Manfred says this is back on May 25th. Uh, baseball commissioner Rob Manfred says a vote on the. Uh, A's perspective with Vegas could take place when the MLB, MLB owners meet next week, uh, June. So next week, they meet. The owners' meetings happen for the MLB June yeah, 13th like, through the 15th. 13th through my birthday, yes. Yeah, so it's a possible that a relocation vote could happen as early as June. Uh, said it's very difficult to have a time for Oakland until there's an actual deal to be considered. There's a relocation process internally they need to go through. We haven't even started that process. Uh, Nevada Governor Joe Lombardo said uh, that the legislative leaders and the athletics reached a tentative agreement. This is, I mean, this is back a couple of weeks. A funding bill must still be approved by the legislature. So, okay, so fine. So let me go back to that other thing. And they said that he vetoed the governor vetoed that guy joe lombardo vetoed last week assembly bill 520 also known as the appropriations act that would make appropriations the state government through the general fund and highway fund putting money towards a wide wide range of services like public education fire safety state police and health care so they're not even fucking getting this shit done there's no way they're getting a ballpark money for a ballpark Well, that's right. the thing, right? So a special session is going to get called. Has right. to. Unless, Has unless to. they do, you know, unless they just fucking, they chop up this bill and they, they take this out and they say, nah, Ugh. fuck it. Well, they could yeah. do it. No, of course they could. They could do whatever they want. I mean, it Fun. should be a thing on its own, but like you said, it usually gets thrown Never in is. with the budget. It usually gets thrown in with the budget because it's just easier to get it through. Right. Fun little side note. Uh, the A's themselves are going to owe Oakland Thirty-five million dollars if they leave awesome. after Excellent. the twenty twenty-four season. Excellent. They're going. Oakland's going to make the. They're probably going to have to stay through an extra year, and Oakland, the city, the city is going to make them pay through the nose for that. At this I mean, point. I I was fucking around with Artie earlier. I mean, that's an option too, I guess, right? Just stay. 
Yeah. Yeah, but Oakland's o- not going to o- want the Oakland could say fuck uh, off. Ah. Uh, that's Oakland could say goodbye, get out. That's, no. That's where I disagree with you. Oakland wants the team. Oakland's the city itself is committed to opening back up the Howard Terminal and starting and breaking ground on it. They they've come out and said they're open to it. They just don't want John Fisher. So they will they will help fund the fucking ballpark and do whatever as right. long as John Fisher's not fucking not, attached not to the team anymore. Right. So they want to So the the, the Runer gaming traction now is that if he fails, which it looks like s- he might he's gonna sell. MLB is gonna force him to sell. And wow. who and who's the person that's fucking waiting in the wings? Magic that is, Johnson. No, no, close. <laughs> no, close. 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 Basketball. Very close. Very close. Take one more guess. Um, basketball. The guy with a lot of money. A lot in of the money. State. In the state. Le- in in, in the LeBron. city. Please don't say. No, LeBron. no, no, no. Oh. In the in, in the in the same fucking city. Oh, Steve Ballmer. No. 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 Close. You're, you're you're dancing right on it. I'm I'm, I'm right on it. It's, it's it's uh they uh Gold. they they do like their home cooking at this particular. Yeah. You, you one could say they have a chef running the. Are you the serious? Organ, the owner of the Golden State Warriors. Yes. I, I guess. Right. Joel Lacob. Joel Lacob is fucking rich. <laughs> He's got a lot and, of money. And he said multiple times that he'd like to buy the A's. Um. Mm. And he's interested in it. He said he's Rich interested in he's interested in buying an MLT, specifically the A's if they were to go up to sale. He has the money to do it. So let's go. Uh, I mean, country, put your money where your mouth is, bud. Right, like I, 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 I mean, I, I would honestly see Joe Lacob buying that fucking team. I mean, it makes sense, but like, not to belabor the point, but like. I, li- I don't know if you know who Dave Sampson is. I don't. Is that David, Sam- David Sampson was the president and uh, GM of the Miami Marlins back when they built the city of Miami for the monstrosity that ended up being the billion dollar fucking. The billion dollar fish? The billion dollar fish. The, the fucking ballpark with the fucking aquarium in center field with, mm-hmm. with the flying dolphins. Um, he came out and essentially said, yeah, like they put out all these beautiful renderings and all this shit, but he was like, you guys realize, did anybody talk about the fact that the renderings, they placed the ballpark on what was obviously more than nine acres of land and that those renderings were never going to be close to fucking real. Did anybody realize that like you're doing renderings without taking into account the fucking material cost of what it's going to cost in fucking Vegas and all this other shit. Like it's not possible. And like he brought up the same point that both of you fellas did. Like you're playing without a retractable roof in hundred degree weather in the yeah, middle dumb. of Vegas. That can't happen. How, how that's not going to happen. He's like, the players, you not going to let that happen. Right. It's 105 degrees at first pitch. Right. And he's like, <laughs> When, Welcome, when we, and we're melted. <laughs> yes, and he's like, when we did ours in what was used to be the Orange Bowl, and then turned into what it became, fucking Marlins Park, or whatever the fuck. Yeah, our trees were twenty five feet high in the fucking renderings. Like, they're they're not based on reality. Like <laughs> we're just, we're we're just fucking 
giving you rendering so that we can swing votes. You know what I mean? Right. And he's right. And he, he came out and he was honest about it. And he was like, the whole purpose of those renderings is to sway your vote. And he's like, look, I was the guy who got the most money built out of a city to fucking do a stadium. You would think that not even to work for them, but like for advice, somebody would have called me and been like, how'd you, how'd you manage it? How'd you fuck this and, up? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and nobody fucking gave me a call or he's like, you could have called any of the other 25 teams that have gotten new stadiums recently and you haven't called. So like right. nobody's phones ringing off the hook, which leads me to believe that Oakland doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. And it came out right and said it. And it's like, you can't really argue the point because you've had what since the whole, we've entered into a legally binding contract. That's not legally binding because already said that's not that's uh, right. the lawyer says it's not, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Right. Correct. The, the legally binding contract is not really legally binding. Since they entered into that legally binding contract, they've had five sites in Las Vegas in the past three months. Right. So, like, uh, uh, <laughs> like, like tomorrow they could tell me that they're knocking down the fucking Circus Circus, and they'd be like, "Okay, great." I know. Like, like the fucking Caesar's Palace is is giving them fucking a back lot somewhere, and you'd be like, "All right, cool." Like until it happens, like. Okay, mm-hmm. great, but like, I don't know, man. Like, until there's a, a fucking pickaxe in the ground, I don't believe Vegas anymore. Like, uh, it's, it, a, it's a politics problem with with Nevada because most of the state is super conservative, like super conservative, yeah. but like not investing in, and so like they're gonna sit there and go, oh, these California liberals are coming in to infiltrate. Like, that's the kind of mentality they have they really do and like it's it's a wild wild scene when you when you really look into how politics in that state works it's it's something it is fucking something god they have so many pieces of legislation on the fucking the docket oh my god you know what's actually kind of cool i'm looking at another team that desperately needs a new stadium the tampa bay rays oh Oh, they have God. they have this thing called the gas plant district, and this thing looks fucking sick. The gas plant district is fucking ridiculous. Like that that whole gonna, in where gonna... in St. Petersburg? I yeah. think so. Hold on here. I'm gonna post it in the chat and I'll let you uh Yeah, the whole real redevelopment of the gas plant district. It's essentially what used to be channel side. Mm-hmm. And they've redeveloped now what was going to be channel side for the, like, it's a stone's throw from, like, what used to be Amelie Arena or whatever the hell it is. Right. So they, they want to go from, they, they want to build a new stadium, essentially have Amelie Arena fucking, like, two blocks away from the new race stadium and build it all waterfront. And, like, from the waterfront, build around, like, what used to be, like, the big gas prick. Uh, the gas plant district of mm-hmm. Tampa, Tampa, St. Petersburg. So, like, the idea is to build out St. Petersburg. And some of these fucking renderings for the Tampa Bay Ray Stadium, fucking phenomenal. Like, right. There's like, a, there was, there's another one on this, this website. Like, yeah, the, there's a ballpark, like, right next to the water. It's like, gorgeous. It's <laughs> like, crazy. Like, there's that one. And then the one I posted, which is nuts. And apparently the Royals are 
getting a ballpark. Like, really? The, yeah, the Royals. That's been in talks for. That's been a while. Oh my goodness! Like, there's like again, like oh there's. God, look at that's beautiful. Right? Holy fuck! I told yeah. you. Like, so where would that district. be? That would be okay. That would be right there off of one seventy five, right? Right. So that would yep. basically be where it is. They would just yep. construct it. Oh wow! Good for them. It's, and it's the same guys that built one Vanderbilt in the city too. Like, oh, dude, that's a home run. Yeah. They got to do it. That's right. a, those guys did a home run job. Right. The same guys that built Petco in San Diego, one Vanderbilt in the city. Like, the guys know what the fuck they're doing. Like, yeah. Right. Like, no, that, like, that. And like the team itself is going like saying that they want to redevelop the city itself and they would pay for it. So like, why wouldn't you, if you're St. Petersburg, you know what I mean? But right. That's the whole uh, thing. Like, that's oh. it. Well, the problem is, is the, this, the only problem I see with this plan is the fact that this is going to be probably in a seven to 10 year project, because the problem with St. Pete is that nobody from mainland Tampa likes going there like people like going to Clearwater and and prop St. Pete proper because the it's a beach area it's basically it's a fucking island essentially off of the coast of south it's southeast southwest Tampa and it's it's like people yes I know people live there I understand that but (laughs) it's not like it's not a main hub the city of Tampa is the hub and that's the part of this of the that's connected to the rest of the infrastructure of Florida. And that's the one that has the this casino. And that's the one that has the international airport. And like, you know, I've flown into Tampa International Airport. You know, like Likewise. it's it's a trip. Like it's you know, but like you go over to St. Pete and you're like, yeah, no, this is like a developed area, but it's not I don't know if it economically can really support what a baseball franchise needs on it will if you keep building the way that they want to build i mean it's come a long way in 10 years 15 years but still it's going to be a while before you really see it like justify that sort of kind of construction like think about where you in uniondale again i mentioned the, the charles wong project the you know the islanders project it's like the same thing it's but it's not even close to that you know, it's it, it's going to be a while before it's built up enough. Well, hold on. Let me send you this to fucking piggyback on your uh, St. Pete doesn't like the Rays and, and so on and so forth, or mainland Tampa doesn't like the Rays. You have that. The founder of fucking SeaWorld is essentially getting his team together in uh orlando orange county to build himself a stadium there and essentially lure away the rays from tampa so if tampa or saint pete doesn't give him a fucking stadium my man is essentially going to give you a domed forty-five thousand seat stadium right on international drive near SeaWorld, with retail shops restaurants office space thousand hotel rooms and a convention center Right. So, and I mean, like that rendering looks just as nice as the fucking under of the rendering. You know what I mean? Like, looks just as just as awesome. You know what I mean? But 
there will be a a case to be made, you know what I mean, for for all these teams essentially playing the game where I have a hundred something million dollars or or one point seven billion dollars. I have a hundred like one point seven billion dollars and I can privately fund it or I want friggin' public subsidies to do it or this and that. And it's all gonna be a cat and mouse game until somebody balks and then something's fucking finally built. You know what I mean? But it's yeah, but this is that's the turnover of like of sports. You know, that's the cat and mouse game of like, oh, am I? Are you going to give me a publicly funded stadium, City, like City X? Come on. Did you actually? Right. Hold on, one second. Uh, just to switch gears. Let me keep talking about that. But I have something about another stadium. There was something like that was going on. Hold on. Meh. Oakland, you're dumb. No, Ace, you're dumber. No, the Brewers. Did you see this? That they have to yeah. make 450 million dollars in renovations. Yes. Like, really? Yes. But what what's funny about that? Apparently, is that, the roof is fucked. Yes, the roof. <laughs> the roof is uh, fucked. It's 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 fucked and it's collapsing, and they've already gotten a fucking threat from Rod, Rob Manfred. Who right. Told do him, it or move. Yes, if do it or we're gonna force you to move from fucking Milwaukee. Yeah. And the only and the only reason that the Brewers even had that fucking stadium to begin with was because Bud Selig was the owner mm-hmm. at the time that they fucking made Miller Park a thing. And yep. then and then fucking Bud Selig was interim commissioner, quote unquote, when they pushed through the build. Yep. Back in the early 2000s or whatever. And he was able to do it because he's interim commissioner, even though he's really the commissioner. Mm-hmm. But he was the owner of baseball, of, of the fucking baseball operations at the Brewers and the commissioner at the same time. So yeah. it's the only reason why he didn't have to pay out the ass for a new stadium. And they paid a sweetheart deal that fucking allowed them to do it in fucking whatever. And they used MLB money to fucking fund that stadium. Yeah. That's what, that's what. That's why you had fucking like all star games out there out the ass. You had like two or three all star games out there in the past fucking twenty years. Mm-hmm. You've had you've had fucking like they made it a a seat or they made it like a I guess like a host city for the fucking WBC in the past. Like they they oh, there were reasons there was reasons yeah. why things happened in Milwaukee. Right. They they purposely put shit in Milwaukee if only because of the Bud C like fucking association. Now that he's not there. And now that Manfred is able to fucking run his own show, he's trying to do away with all things Bud Selig, including yeah. his fucking team and his fucking stadium. Yeah. So that, that's pretty much it. Like, according, so according to the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, American Family Field is in need of renovations that will cost $448 million. State legislator... Might as well build Governor, a new stadium at that point. Governor Tony Evers need to approve a plan to finance the revamping. Like, why can't the team just fucking pay for this? You would think, right? You would think. Uh, MLB commissioner said... They should have the money to pay for that at this point. And delivered a, here you go, ready? Quote, unquote, indirect message that the renovations must be done, otherwise the team would move according to the outlet. So there you go. The lease runs out in 2030, but if the renovations are done, it extends to 2043. Right. So, so not veiled, veiled threats. 
failed threats that if they're not done by 2030, we're moving this team to fucking Nashville, Las Vegas, or fucking mm-hmm. Orlando. It resulted that in Orlando decl- rendering looks sick. Oh my god. It resulted in a decline in attendance, which has had an impact on the quality of the product that the team could afford to put on the field. Bullshit. Give me a break. You play Brian Braun. Shut the fuck up. Are you kidding me? You could afford it. Look, look. You you just gave Willie fucking Adamez of all people hundred fifty million dollars. I know. Like, give me a break. You, you, you can't stop. Stop. All right. Stop. And, and, and you're gonna fucking pay court. What's the fucking name? Uh, Corbin Burns or what's fucking yeah. Or Wood, yeah or Brandon Woodruff another fucking hundred million dollars each. Mm. Fix your stadium. Like, fix the roof. Like, yeah. Seriously. I mean, <laughs> just yeah. fix the roof. Fix the slide that Bernie the Brewer is going down so he doesn't die every time you guys hit a <laughs> he home fucking run. Gets, he gets slide burned and he's like, he's getting yeah, hemorrhoids like, now. <laughs> it'll, it'll be like Action Park. He gets caught on a fucking like exposed, yeah. rot, exposed nail. Fucking Seriously. Like, <laughs> well, that was the other thing too. Like the Mets, was it Steve Cohen? Like, uh, put like a thing together about like, oh, maybe we should put a dome on this thing. And they're like, yeah, it's not going to be cost effective to do that. Yeah, exactly. Like, you would you would have to build a fucking whole structure around the whole damn yeah. thing. Yeah, that's not. He's like, yeah, it's not worth it. Even even his money has limits. He's like, yeah, yeah that's, exactly. that's that's yeah, a, that's that's a dumb, dumb idea. Well, I think you brought it up last week, right? That that that's what they did with Arthur Arthur Ashe Stadium. Yeah, they, they to, built they built like a they super built a structure roof around, around it. Yeah. yeah, they had to build a whole. Exactly, like you built a new stadium essentially around the fucking. That's what I'm saying. When it really comes down to it, it's going to cost you almost as much. If it costs you more than fifty percent of what it costs to build a new stadium, you build the new stadium. I'm sorry, right. like it's just better. Like, I went to Arthur Ashe once, and it wasn't even for tennis, so I don't even wrestling? know. <laughs> yes, it was. It it what was it for? Was. It fucking was. You're absolutely right. I love it. I went to it once. I fucking love it. I went to Arthur Ashe one time and it was for fucking AEW fucking Grand oh. they, hilariously enough they called it Grand Slam and they packed that shit out. They packed Beautiful. that shit out. It was Beautiful. fucking 40, 45,000 people and you had the overhead fucking like whatever, whatever, the overhead scoreboard so you could fucking see everything that's going on and you had like for what it's worth it was perfectly designed for a small show, like for like a ring like that to have like the view, the viewpoints, like mm-hmm. think about it. Like a fucking tennis court is not much bigger than a fucking wrestling ring. So like the vantage point was pretty well done. You know what I mean? So like they did it, but they weren't prepared for fucking concessions. So like, I did hear that that was a nightmare. Yeah, it was it was a fucking it was a disaster. It was a yeah. disaster and a half because you were waiting like an hour in concussion. Sorry, but just said, fuck it. Like, I guess I guess we're not fucking doing concessions. And everybody was pissed and going back to their seats without fucking whatever. But <laughs> yeah. then, but then it went long too. It went until fucking like three. Like they taped the like they did the the show live, and then they have a like second show that runs on Friday nights that they tape. So like their live show goes from seven to 10 and you're like, all right, great. And then they surprise the crowd and they were like, Hey, we're taping our fucking Friday night show. So you're like, well, fuck now I'm stuck here till one o'clock, two o'clock. And, and 
as you know as well as anybody, the fucking train stopped running at a certain fucking time. So now you're <laughs> don't I? Don't I know it? I, I, Does it? Listen, don't John know? Listen, I've become victim of it. Don't even. Get, you right. think working? You think working there would have? You'd have some perks with that? Nope. Right. They wait for no one. So now you're stuck at Arthur. Like people were stuck at Arthur Ashe until yeah. fucking like six o'clock in the morning. People yeah, were no pissed. Thanks. It was uh good times. Yeah, I've been there once. Never again. Maybe I'll go to fucking a U.S. Open once in my fucking life. I, I, my parents went to one, and they were like, it was like a second round day, and it was they were said it was very weird. I I feel like it's one of those things that like as New Yorker, it's it's something I should do at least once. Yeah, but probably. I don't know. I, I don't like tennis that much, so it's like it, it'd be fucking Chinese to me. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, uh... yeah, I'll take it. Gotta, I'll take it. You gotta love it. Speaking of things you gotta love, the fucking Rangers are about to hire Peter Laviolette. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to feel about it. I, I, I didn't don't know. hate when Laviolette when he was the Islanders coach. Like, I mean, I don't hate it. But like, coach, but, but like, I don't what love are it doing? though. Where's the innovation? Listen, There's you, no... need, you need a coach that can develop these young guys. That's the bottom line. Is he the guy? I don't know. I uh, honestly don't know. But like, and I argued this with Artie before you jumped on the fucking, whatchamacallit, before you jumped on the, the call, before you started the rundown and pre show. But we're about to hire Peter Laviolette, but a guy that's won three fucking Memorial Cups in the past five years, who's coached his team in Quebec to a fucking 75% win percentage, and a guy who's a fucking hockey hall of famer and probably the best goalie of all time. We won't even give him a call. Patrick Waugh does not get a call yeah, from, I don't know. from MSG. I don't know. Is there bad blood like, there? I don't know. No, I, I, I just think it's the fucking it's that's that's the the Rangers thinking that they're better than every they're now we're above that. We're above hiring I, former players. I mean, I, I think it's also Patrick Waugh having an ego himself. And yeah, Patrick they, Waugh Patrick Waugh being a guy that they know that they're not going to be control like able to control. They the can't. Yeah, they, exactly. They can't control the message with him. Right. Like this Fair is enough. the guy who. When fucking Jeremy Roenick back in like 94 said that he, you know, put Roenick's or Roenick said he put fucking Patrick Waugh's jockstrap in the Raptors when he beat him on a one-on-one. Right. Fucking Waugh comes back and says, tell Jeremy I can't hear him with my two fucking Stanley Cup rings plugging my ears. (laughs) So like, Mm -hmm. he's that dude. You know what I mean? He's that guy. Right. He's got, yeah, he's got a Nego besides Texas. he he's also the guy who sent his son across the rink in a brawl during the fucking like Memorial Cup games to go fight the opposing goalie. They were getting lit up like five nothing, and he just decided, "Fuck it." There's Did like three, there's two minutes left in the game, and he's like, "Fuck it!" Like we got embarrassed. They're trying to celebrate that fifth goal. You fucking go over and you go over to the other side and you go fucking fight that other goalie and he fight the guy who's celebrating on you and he fucking sent his kid to go yeah hey man you do what you gotta do 
Te- I te- mean, you got to teach him lessons, Kevin. <laughs> I mean, look, his son fucking. Oh, my God. I'll, if I find the clip, I'll send it. But he he fucking looks at his son and he's just like, you go. And he just fucking points at him. It's. It's a. Uh, there it is. It's beautiful. There it is. You fucking. Uh, not to beat a dead horse here about the Oakland A's and their stadiums, but they've been trying <laughs> to get it. They've been trying to get a new stadium. I feel like since two thousand two. Yeah, since like yeah. Oakland won, the Raiders won the Super Bowl. It's like, so like we should probably get a new stadium. This is ugly. Because <laughs> they try. So I have. I'm on still on that page. Uh, like if you go to that website, stadiumpage.com, like it, it, they have a pretty comprehensive, like history of most stadiums in the MLB. They have like unrealized concepts, like you know, construction and demolition photos. They have a concept from 2002, 2005. When, remember when? Remember they wanted to go to Fremont? They were going to do Cisco Field. Yes. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Then in, then in 2011, then they were going to do uh, Cisco Field in San Jose, and then now they have this port, the port concept, and now whatever this Vegas abomination is going to be so like they've been trying for like the better part of two decades to get out of there oh shit yeah. that website has a, a sister website called the stadium graveyard and you can go oh, look Lord. at like polo grounds Ebbets Field pictures mm-hmm. Memorial would, Stadium for Baltimore I would visit this I would visit this page religiously when City Field and Yankee Stadium were being built because they have like you want to talk about construction photos of City Field, like literally from day one. Oh, that's cool. Awesome. Oh, Fulton County Stadium. Nice. They have everything. They have everything. They have the picture of it being blown the fuck up. That's cool. Mm-hmm. They have Veterans Stadium. Yep, in Philadelphia. Yep. Goodbye. I love the the fans. Billy Fanatic attended the blowing up of of Veterans Stadium. That's hilarious. Solid. <laughs> you know, you know what stadium I missed? The Kingdom. Mm-hmm. I'm Kingdom was cool. No, nope. King, Kingdom and Tiger Stadium. I miss Tiger Stadium too. Blew that one up. Yep. Tiger Stadium was fucking cool. God, some of these old pictures of Yankee Stadium are so cool. Mm-hmm. Yankee, old Yankee Stadium. You'll yep. never do better than that. I'm sorry. Oh. The Astrodome was fucking cool too. Like Astrodome I'm looking at the great. Looking at picture of the Astrodome. Fucking. But every time I see Astrodome, I hear fucking uh, Hulk Hogan in my head saying, we filled out the Astrodome for WrestleMania 1, brother. 85,000 people, brother. We had them. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a random connection, yeah. but it makes perfect sense. No, but fucking, he, he says 85,000. It was like 40. But, yeah, you know, know, Hulk Hogan fucking... You know, Duck. exaggeration m- machine, right? The Hulk lives in his own mind. You right. know. The Hulk lives in in Hulk mania forever. Exactly. I mean, exactly. As as somebody who, one day I'll tell the story of how I fucking met Hulk Hogan. Well, it, it, it was, that's a story. Was, uh, next, Wrestle, ne- next WrestleMania. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll, we should do we'll, WrestleMania we'll special. That, we'll we'll tell that story about how uh, I met a very inebriated Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. Speaking of people who got shit canned for being existing, Chris <laughs> Chelios got shit canned by ESPN. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He's never going to be fucking allowed back. Um, Why? I what mean, did he do? 
He did nothing. They just don't fucking like him. They like, just, um, yeah, I was going to say, ESPN's just a bunch of pit pussies. They just, they just don't like the fact that he's outspoken and he's just fucking. Oh, they don't like that he's outspoken, but they still employ uh, Stephen A. Smith. Correct. Got, got it. That... Okay. Also, oh, we want... should talk about the fact that, um, speaking of Stephen A. Smith and, and old partners, we should talk about, um, oh, God, Undisputed is. Uh, is splitting up Shan- Skip and Shannon. Oh God, the fucking the the drama, quote unquote, of of undisputed. I mean, what 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 happened there? Oh, oh, oh man! Give me the <laughs> give me the Spark Notes version. Uh so basically, um, uh, I gotta go find a good. I want I want to find a good Spark Notes. Um, that's fine. So. Shannon Sharp is leaving Fox Sports 1. Okay. And so basically, you know, what's been happening is that is he leaving uh, on his own accord? Or is he like being forced well, out? Well, that's kind of the thing. That, that's the uh, thing. That's uh-huh. the thing. So I have found the problem. Yeah. So <laughs> yes. basically, you know, his contract is up and okay. he had mentioned that he would want to renew. He it's been, it's it come, it came out that he wanted to renew and extend and keep going. And I'm trying to remember what it was that started that, like that skip, what something that skip did that pissed him off. And they kind of stopped being friends after like, this was coming back a few months now and it's just evolved since then. What was the, what was the fucking thing? Uh, all right, hold on. Here's a breakup. Okay. So back. Oh, it was right. It went back all the way to December. Um, so back in December, Skip had said something on air about Shannon's career and basically was like diminishing like the importance of Shannon Sharp's career right to his oh, face. Um, and then when remember the Damar Hamlin tweet that Skip had when during the game, the actual right. game, Shannon Sharp right. pulled him out for that and Skip didn't like that because Skip Bayless is, is king in his own castle. Um, and then there was like apparently recently, um, Shannon Shannon Sharp liked a tweet that called um, Skip Bayless a piece of shit. Um, oh Jesus! So we're getting, so we're talking high school shit here. Yeah, yes. and stuff. Right, like stupid well, shit. He's, he's he's also liked a tweet from Dan Lebetard that said Skip needs Shannon more than Shannon needs Skip right now. And yeah, it, that that became fodder. For Skip, right? So basically, and that's and it's one hundred percent true. Skip. Bayless is now going to be irrelevant because Shannon Sharp was kind of cool still, and is still kind of cool. Like I, I, I don't have well, a problem with Shannon Sharp. Well, you know, you know who they're going to replace him with, right? Please don't tell me this is the Antonio Brown story. No, no. Okay, good because I saw that was a report. Oh, you want to talk about not watching that show? I'd never turn that show on. Same. Uh, you're not going to watch that show when Lashawn McCoy is the guy who's shady. Shady oh, McCoy, come I, on! You know what? I, you know what? I, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it when it was on ESPN. I didn't watch it when it was on when it moved to Fox. I didn't watch it when all the the things came out when it had a literally a zero rating in Nielsen. I don't watch it now. It's just like I don't know why does that show exist. Like you I don't who, understand how that show still exists. I don't get it. You know who I could see making a run because. They they want a black man, but they want a black man on that who's gonna fucking kowtow to to fucking Skip Bayless. 
the guy that they're going to bring back is Jason Whitlock. Bet you oh, anything. Jason Whitlock, you know, you, you can't. Jason Whitlock is, I mean, it's Fox. If, if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Fox. But Whoa. Didn't he go and bra- didn't he branch off and try and do his own thing? Yes, yeah, he and tried. Failed, he has his own and podcast, and it's not. Yeah, and it failed didn't spectacularly. Failed spectacularly. <sighs> well, he he went the Colin Cowherd route of trying to do his own thing, and Colin Cowherd fucking failed miserably too. Like, he's he's another dude that I could see them trying to fucking do something there and try to bring him back. But at least we got Joy Taylor from Colin Cowherd leaving. At least she became I mean, <laughs> a thing. I mean, yes, but she's uh, I know. Shut up. I know. No, but I, 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 Colin Cowherd was really good on ESPN, and I just he never. He my, was a huge my, mistake leaving ESPN. You know, when he left, ho- that was the beginning of the end at ESPN. My, for me. my only hope. My only hope is that they don't grab a guy like. Who's genuinely good in like Emmanuel Acho oh, and I fucking him. pair him with fucking Skip Bayless. Yeah, well, see, that's the thing. Like, I don't want someone who's like kind of respected and, you know, has good opinions and well spoken, no matter who it is, and then just like bring him into that situation. Because well, I, it's just, a, it, it's, see, like, my whole point of that show is it's just, he says something stupid and then you react to it. And it's like, uh, it's, I don't have time. Like, that's oh, not how I, fuck. I know, I know who it's going to be. Oh, oh Sam Hacho. <laughs> no, 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 no. Who's just as insufferable as fucking Colin Cowherd, but a lot younger? Uh, wait. And on the same fucking channel too. On Fox, it's gonna be fucking Nick Wright, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, again, talk about never watching watching the show. No, 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 Nick. I'm sorry, Nick Wright is fucking light years worse than Colin Cowherd. Colin Cowherd, there are days I can I can stand him. Days. I cannot. I like there are there are individual days out of the calendar year I can stand him. There's not a day that I stand Nick Wright. I'm sorry. It, it's going to be Nick Wright or it's going to be Chris Broussard. That's you know, honestly, Chris Broussard you know what, is not the worst decision. You know would be though, the worst decision. Any, in the world. any name you say is not good. Craig Carton. Right. Right. But <laughs> Craig Carton. That 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 that's another one. I mean, <sighs> Carton might be another one. Fucking. Uh, who else is on that list of of guys that I would hate to see? But is Chad legit- Chad Ochocinco, Bill Simmons. Mm. Oh my god! I I like how I'm throwing out these names, and none of you have been like, "Nah, they wouldn't do that." And we we're looking at these names, and we're like, "Oh, yeah, Fox Sports," because Fox Sports is would. no, they have no brand or identity. Like that, we've watched them for the last decade, literally shit on their hand and throw it at the wall and say let's see if this works like yeah pretty literally that is the image yeah like that you know it would be funny if it wasn't true like they they've bungled just about everything since fox one was launched like uh, here's as far as content ryan rosillo they said nothing i mean that they could do it i would 
It's not none of the names are going to make me watch. No, you, you could fucking watch. put you could, like Michael Vick is on the Fox Sports fucking payroll. Oh God, Rick man. Buecher. Yeah. Oh. So there's the, yeah there's there's a bunch of guys that I don't want on that fucking show. That's like, don't that anymore. No, nothing's gonna make me watch that damn show. You are nope. absolutely right. That's that's the thing. Will it make me watch? No. no. So then I, I'm out. So, and for, uh, and for that reason, for that reason, I'm out. For that reason, <laughs> Shark Shark Tank reference. Love it. I'm sorry. <laughs> that no, you're sorry. Not wrong. All right. All right, Cuban. You're not wrong. Um, Mike Babcock is about to sign for four years for the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets, and everybody Ugh. collectively said, "Meh." Exactly. Yeah that that sigh you heard was ever. <laughs> it's it's the NHL is the king of retreads. No, that's. But I like how he disappeared for like a couple of years. years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and. The, and then it was like, oh, cool, Mike Babcock. That's a name. Oh like, yeah, Mike Babcock. Was... We know that name. Oh. Yeah. In other news, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights are very good. They uh, they're up two zero. They're up two zero and just won seven to two. Was the final score from tonight? By the way, Jesus. you should go look at the um, the uh, Brett Hoden's f- fake out goal. Oh, it, oh my it god, it's it was legitimate. It was it was cool. Yeah, to but, Chuck like... scored a good to Chuck. Was the lone um, nice kind of like oh cool they they're not the worst team ever that's right Florida Panthers still have a good player, um, but yeah no. So if Vegas wins and ends up winning the Stanley Cup, mm-hmm. it is hockey in the Southwest a success? Or is, I mean, or it shows or that a team can just come out of nowhere and pick players. Yeah, like. like it's, is is hockey in non traditional markets like a success then? Like, of course. So Florida and that's not exactly the original six. That's fair. That's fair. You know, six. I wanted to say like, oh, it was you in you know Bruins Blackhawks? Well, cool, but like these are expansion teams. One expanded what years ago? Four years ago. Yeah, yeah, they they've been they've, they've been in existence the, four or five years. Yeah, and they've playoffs almost a year, and they went to the final in the year. Like, right? You know, I think it's a success. I think it shows that you have success on traditional market. Absolutely, it comes to player drafting, you know, and listen, and also to the players perform. You it know, also shows you. I mean, to answer, you know. In the south is hockey in the southwest is success, yeah. But like, then you have the Phoenix Coyotes, you know, right? Who can't so, another team like another team that can't find a stadium? Yes. Oh, it's you know when you suck, you suck. Like you know, it's the problem. It's, it's, it's the suck. <laughs> Plan F. Yeah. When the city would rather have a garbage dump than you, like <laughs> <Yeah>. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I hear Plenty. there's some Evan, I hear soccer news out there and I hear good. Uh, uh none de- define good. <laughs> like I mean well, I saw Chelsea memes and Liverpool not Liverpool, Arsenal memes. 
fucking yes. weekend, and it's just, I, you yeah, know, it, I enjoy I enjoy soccer meme then because of my limited knowledge, I do know things, and it's fucking good. I mean, so pretty much, can we say Arsenal? A, a, I do love a good Arsenal meme right now. So and, the, and a Falcons twenty eight to three. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. That's the perfect. That's the perfect comparison. So like full circle. The one with the car, the double car, was perfect yes. to me. That was so good. So, so I I found one online, and I think I sent it to you guys. If not, I will send it into in the group chat. But there's one of an Arsenal fan talking to his girlfriend. And it, he's like trying to school her on soccer. And the girl goes, we're going to win the league. And he's sitting there and he's like, no, we're not going to fucking win the league. Like, don't say that. Like, absolutely don't say that. And she's like, why? Like, we're in first. And he was like, no, the more points we get, the more hope we get. And the more hope we get, the more belief we get. And the more belief we get means the quicker another team's going to fucking catch us. I just wish mm. we were in like third or fourth. So the girlfriend then goes, oh, so you want to be like Tottenham or Chelsea? And the guy goes, not that far down. Not that far down. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh my God. So it's like, fuck me. Like, like it's gotten to that point. Like, dear God, like there, there's other ones out there of like, a guy brings home a girl and it's all good. And she's like, can I stay over the night? And she's like, well, yeah. And he's all amped about it. And then she sees a Chelsea cup on his dresser. And she's like, you're a Chelsea fan. Fuck this. I'm out. And she just turns out. Yeah, and runs. I got it. I got it. Oh, I got it. So, so Chelsea sucks because, you know, they don't know how to, you know, construct a team and, you know, they can't well, find playing time for Christian Pulisic to get consistent. But, so but, he's gone, and that's just sad. But, like, it's also, like, this one I know I sent you guys, but, like, it's true. Like, American owner comes over, and he's like, fuck, I'm an American owner. I'm going to make us awesome at sports ball. I'm going to make us awesome at soccer ball. And it's like, that's not the way it works. That's not the way it works. And he's like, I could just buy it, right? Like, what? what's it I can Yankees like, this, right? 1996 he, Yankees yeah. this, right? And, and he's like, how much to win the Premier League? And they're like, that that's not the way it works. And he was like, what about the Cup of Champions? Like, the European Soccer Super Bowl? How Like, how much to win that? And he's like, again, <laughs> please, that, to, not... please to tell me how much does cost. Yeah. And, they're, and they're like, that that that's not what it's even called. We can't have that. And then he's like, "Well, we can. Like, I can just pay for it and make that right. Like, I can just do that." And it's like, no, uh, like, oh. but like the guy came over and like he was like, "I bought into the LA Dodgers. How hard could it be?" And it's like the, the two things don't apply, bro. And like, mm-hmm. not everybody, not everybody's going to be Fenway Sports where you just luck into Liverpool and fucking like make it work like those guys like had the analytics and had all the the scouts or whatever and had the people in place like make it work for Liverpool you know what I mean like it it's it's that's a one in a million thing that's ever going to happen like you're not going to have luck into like a storied brand like that and all that history and just be like 
cool bought a storied brand like that and now i'm just gonna make them good again like you're not gonna walk right. into that man right. like yeah, like you need Ryan reynolds did not buy a sock was just like this will be fun he was like no we're taking sleep <laughs> right yeah, but like, they I, did and take seriously they did but like that's also the thing about like ryan reynolds he was smart about it and he didn't like buy a team in like the first division he actually researched it and was like i'm gonna take a fucking team in like the third division and i'm gonna invest the money and like start bringing them up slowly because if i fucking go in there and spend a shit ton of money and i fail then they're gonna fucking crucify me like he, for all intents and purposes, he could have bought fucking Chelsea. Like he could have been on that ownership group, but like, oh yeah, what what happens? You know what I mean? Like, if right? I where you there's fail, nowhere to go but down at that point, too. Right? Exactly. Like, stay where you are and go down. But like, mm. Chelsea has what like six or seven players that aren't going to be on the team next year. Uh, you got me. You, you got me. I, I'll, t- but, I'll take I'll take your word for it. But like. So like you, you Newcastle, figure, let's go. There's going to be a lot of turn, roster turnover. Right, like you like, figure, but but from that team that won Champions League two years ago, you figure Mason Mount is gone. He's gone to Manchester he's, United. He's gone to Man U. Yeah. You got Espiliqueta uh, is gone. Oh. Uh, Thiago Silva's gone. Uh, Kovacic is gone. Conte is gone. Uh, Three quarters Luka- of their starting eleven is gone. Lu- Lukaku's gone. L- Romano uh, Lukaku's gone. That's right. Timo Werner's gone. Herberts is probably gone. Uh, not a lot of re- what I'm hearing. Kepa oh, is- Kovacic. Kovacic is gone. Kepa is gone. Kepa is gone. Your goalkeeper Mendy is probably gone. Mendy's gone. So then. Who's left? Fucking Reese James. Is Last Felix I left? Che- is Felix left? No, no Felix, he's gone. Felix, Felix has gone back on loan. Last oh, I checked, one left back cannot score fucking forty-five goals. That you need to stay up in the competition. Ben Chilwell is still there. Okay, <laughs> two left backs. Two left backs is gonna fucking win me mm-hmm. a fucking cup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. look, they, they need help, but like, yeah, it's. It's the very American and very like Western, Western centric thought of like we can just bully our way into another like sport and just be automatically good at 12th. it. It's like we, the, we that roster being twelfth is just so it. pathetic. That was a top eight roster. I mean, top, top six roster. Well, not really, but like talent wise, like it had the talent, quote unquote, but didn't have the chemistry. Dude, but like. You had like you had a good manager. Like that's I what I don't get. Like Tuchel was a good manager. Like was he a little bit abrasive and like rough around the edges? Yeah, but so sure. was Antonio Conte. Like, and, yeah, like so well, was half the other guys you had. Right, but like you fired five managers in a year and a half that you guys have had. That's stupid. That's, that's stupid. Problem. They're very yeah. It's like hello. You've gone through five managers in the course I of a tell, year and a I, half. I could tell you in any sport that's not good. Right now, it, it's, it's so I don't understand how like for for when it comes to longevity or like thought process, how the fuck that works. You know what I mean? It doesn't. So like, that's the point. So like yes. So like on that note, yes, Chelsea bad. Um, 
Arsenal also bad. Man City very good. Going to be very, very good. good. Be good. Be good. Um, Saudi Arabia maybe good. Depending Saudi Arabia on... very rich. <laughs> yes. Saudi Arabia very maybe good. entertaining. Maybe yes. high high ratings? Question right, like, mark. Yeah, like Saudi Arabia may be good if you're a pro footballer. Qué no los dos? <laughs> yes, yeah, like uh, like the best player or like quote unquote best player, uh, like as voted by like the other players this year, Kareem Benzema, is getting paid a hundred million dollars a year to go to fucking Saudi Arabia. I love it, and just and not only go, but like they're like we'll give you housing. We'll let you pick the fucking team you want to play on, and like we'll give you a hundred. It's literally like it's like come to our cool school and hang out. Like yes, yes, please sit at our table. Like like come hang out with your buddy Cristiano Ronaldo. Don't play on the same team because we need fucking competition. But like you pick the team and like you guys create the league for us, and we'll just we'll just hang out. Just listen. We'll just do what you tell us to do. Right, and then they're like. Hey Messi, we'll throw three hundred million dollars at you, and Messi's like, mm, "Nah, I'm gonna go back to Spain because whatever." And like, nope. we Weird. thought we we thought we had it all figured out, and it'd be like, "Hey, Miami's gonna buy you, and then they'll loan you, and then you'll come back," and that was all well and good until Messi's dad got involved and was like, "Cool, I'll pay half to transfer him to go back to fucking Barcelona by himself." And cut out, <laughs> and cut out Inter, and cut out Miami as a middleman. So that that's where that's at. Like he paid his own transfer essentially, and he paid the wild, league for his, whatever. Yeah, he, he paid the league his own transfers because like, there seemingly there's no rules against that. You would think there would be, but I guess yeah, not. Yes, I don't know. That's like I I don't understand how you can pay your own fucking like transfer or your own free agency. Like, I I don't understand how in sports you could go out and buy out your own contract, but I guess if you have the money to do it, you could buy out your own fucking contract. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the one given. So, I don't know. I, but again, it's, I feel like I feel like it's a guy like Messi. He could just do what he wants, and nobody's gonna fucking. Right, he's on. probably he's earned the right to. Right, like it'd be like Michael Jordan. Well, it's the Jordan rules. It's Jordan going away for two years to play baseball, and nobody's saying dick about it. You know what I mean? Like that's, right. that's essentially what it is. Right. Yeah, I guess. So, like, the guy could do what he wants. Then, like, the other news, I guess, quote unquote news, is uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic is calling it quits. Um, the God. Kind of- Kind of sad. The dude was the dude was awesome. The dude had so many money quotes and so many entertaining fucking like. He, the uh, guy was just. He was a trip. He was he was awesome, and he just he decided cool. he was, had, you know, from the World Cup to here. So yeah, is this six uh, World Cup it, to here? So retirement like mature, just too late. Uh. uh I think a hard question. That's that's a hard question. Could Zlatan like go to Saudi Arabia and bag twenty to thirty goals next year if he wanted to? Yes. Probably. Could he? Could he go to like a lower level like EPL team and still bag fifteen to twenty? Yes. Like he could go to Watford and fucking start tomorrow. Like you know what I mean? Right. Like. Right. But he's not. He, he's not going to do that. Right. That. That. That's where he it is. can still play. He's not 
the level. He's just not in world class anymore. That's right. 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 Does, does he? He's does not he, a top twenty player in the world anymore, and he he knows it. So he does, so it's hanging it up because he knows. Yeah. Well, yes. It's not that he was forced out. It's that he knows a team like Real Madrid or Barcelona or like an Inter or something isn't going to knock down the door anymore. They're going to be like, go play for like Sevilla or go play for like Valencia or go play for like yeah. Arsenal. Like go, go, you go do, do something like that. And like, you know what I mean? Like at his age at 42, he's got nothing left to prove. Like, just, just go home, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, Relax. Right, you made your money with the galaxy. You made your money, you know. You yeah. thing. Yeah, you don't. You don't need to do it. Meanwhile, like Gigi Buffon is still fucking like forty five, forty six, and trying wow. to get back into the fucking like. I love it. Serie A. Yeah, people. It's not happening, but long. good for him. People hanging on for too long. Yeah. Good I for mean, him being stupid. <laughs> I mean, he he fucking won his way back. Like not for nothing. Like he went down to like he went down a division to because he was thought to be too old and then that fucking team the fucking team ended up winning promotion so 47 geriatric ass Gigi Buffon is going to be on a Serie A team next year because they need to sell they need to to sell tickets there you go they need to sell tickets so they're going to trot out some fucking old man and be like come see this legend with a fucking oxygen mask (laughs) at halftime fuck like it's it's gonna be it's gonna be great it's gonna be fucking entertaining. Uh huh. It's a, a sideshow, an Italian sideshow. Mm. Well, finally, there you go. Um, last story of the day. It's blank on the rundown, but last story of the day. Uh, Victor Hovland uh won the Memorial Tournament and was caddying oh. for his college roommate, which I think is cool. Where yeah, did uh U.S. Open qualifying? U.S. Open Where qualifying did... tournament, thirty caddying for thirty-six holes, not even for like one round. Yeah, pro. Oh, what a G. Where, where did uh, what's his face end up? Shuffler. The... Yes, I know. Six I know under, that... tied for third. I know that. Uh, Hovland and McCarthy. This guy, uh, what's his face, Dan- Denny McCarthy, um, were in a playoff, and I think they they went. Four holes on the playoff. Interesting. Not for nothing. Fucking. Spieth fe- was Spieth was was tied for fifth. On the female side of it, fucking this girl is going to be legit, huh? Fucking Rose Zhang is going to. Oh be yeah! Oh, so, she's yeah. awesome. Yeah. She's going to be a fucking thing. Like I, you get that fucking, you get that vibe that she's going to be a. Like, you get tiger vibes from that chick, and it's gonna. Be I like, mean, oh, that's. Shit. Um, she's already has her L- LPGA card. Like she's she's she what, won the 20? she won yeah she wins one tournament and they're like, okay, automatic immediate PGA tour LPGA tour membership. Yeah, she's what twenty years old. Something yeah. Like that. Yeah, and, and you I know guess. what's funny? She's got the the tiger vibe. Because guess where she went went to college? Stanford. Don't yeah, that that'll be <laughs> well, they'll do it. A- Asian chick from Stanford. So twelve wins at Stanford, sure. two national championships, an Augusta National Women's Amateur title, U.S. Girls Junior win, and a U.S. Women's Amateur victory. Nah, she's, she's, she's gonna be gonna good. Be, she's gonna be she's the gonna next be like she's the next Michelle Wee and Annika Storm stamp put, put 
it kind of just melded into one. Is she marketable? Um, she's got charisma. Like she actually, okay. she's like very sweet and but like very animated and has a personality. Is not, um, is not like just can speak to the media as a like. She's not. She's pretty. She's got a good smile. She can talk. She's she's gonna sell something. You know, so, you know, she'll she'll be able to be. She's marketable for sure. So that this sounds, and like this is crossing over into a sport we don't talk about. But she's Michelle Kwan. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess I watched her. Got, I was I watched her being interviewed playing? the other day. Um, and I was like, yeah, she's got she's got the pizzazz. Like you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. but like, but like, she's yeah, a Michelle, I, that's not she's, a bad comparison. She's she's a Michelle Kwan, where like she's yes, Michelle Kwan was a figure skater, but like she was also very personal, very well spoken, so on and so forth, to the point where like I think Michelle Kwan is like a politician now or some shit like that. Like I think she's so. An, yeah. She's an ambassador to some freaking Central American country at this point, I think. But yeah, like on that level of like ah, got it. She got a like, mention. She got a mention from Tiger's Twitter account. Incredible few weeks for Rojang. Defends yeah. her NCAA title and then wins in her pro debut. Yeah. Go card. And you're like fuck. Yeah, that'll that'll do it. That uh, that's got some juice. I'm I'm waiting for Junior Goat to fuck or Baby Goat to fucking come out and and storm the fucking PGA tour. His Wait. son Charlie Woods is Baby going goat to be is gonna is gonna be awesome. Us. I, th- when oh, they definitely. play together, it's so great to watch them play together. Yeah. Also, um, what's this? John everybody. Daly apparently skipped his Paige Spearneck. Um, I I heard about that. I was like really pissed off because, but she ended up playing with somebody else, and they they had a good they had a good round. They raised a lot of money for their charity. I'm like John, she's hot. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. That well, that's why they set it up. Like John Daly, the everyman with, you know, with Paige. Like, yeah. You know, let, let's make no illusions about why. Right. Oh, and, fi- and finally, one more story. Kevin brought this up before we were on. Um, I do have no idea how to pronounce this Polish tennis player's last name. Oh, ranked number one in the world, Iga Swiatek. I think. I Schwatek, as, yeah. as as I've looked looked up, she's out of the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven rounds. She is seven sets. She has played. In the French Open so far, through four rounds, the four, her fourth round match, her fourth round match, the she was up five to one, and her opponent retired. But it, she is she is of the of the six base of the seven sets, she has shut out her opponent in four of them. So it's Eagles Bakery. Is that good? Yeah, like to not <laughs> let your opponent win, to not let your opponent win one game in a six and go six and six zero in a set. That's real good to do that multiple times when tournament, especially as you progress further. Very good to do that four times when in the women's bracket when you only have to win two out of three sets, best out of three. That's that's fucking really impressive. High score. Did I break it? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And to close, I will uh, drop this little stat on you guys just so you can ruminate on this and think about where we went, where we went wrong in life. Uh, talking oh, no. about talking about baby goat about Charlie. Uh, Charlie won another golf event this past weekend. Huh. Won the Hurricane Junior Golf Tours Major Championship at, at Royal Palm Beach uh, Village really? Golf Club. How much do you think he won by? Uh, Ten strokes. 
Close. Eight. Nailed it. One by eight strokes. Well, you know where we went wrong in life? Not being born into some awesome genes. Like He, he was some, the only, yeah. only player to finish under par in the 36-hole event. Fuck. Huh. Jesus. <laughs> and, and when that's not an e- I've heard it. That's not an easy course. Like that's a that's a challenging course. And when parameters when, when interviewed, he told people, I don't copy my dad's swing, I copy Rory's. Wow. Oh yeah. No, he he's mentioned multiple times that like he he's not he does not play the way his dad. First of all, when Tiger was coached. Um, before Ty, before 2005, Tiger swing coach, I think the name, I just had the name on top of my head. I forgot whoever Butch it was. Harmon? Butch Harmon. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So pre Navy SEALs training Tiger Woods, right. <laughs> Tiger's swing was perfect. Yeah, it was. And every, everybody on the tour was started to end was he, I mean, it was like, it was the Jack Nicholas, like, it was the the it was the the smooth Davis Love the Third like the smooth beautiful but power swing, you know, right. and it was just and then and and it was good for his his body. What he did when he, he started doing jacked. the Navy SEAL training and got jacked and was working out too much, yeah, he was going three twenty instead of three oh five off the tee, but he fucked his back. He that was and and he never was after the back surgeries. He was never able to get it back, and so well, he probably well, sat there and told Charlie, "Don't do what I did." Well, because Tiger has now gone back to the old swing, but he's forty five right. years old. Like it's too late well, now. Well, he, right. it, here's the here's the interesting money quote about that. Uh, I don't copy my dad's swing. I copy Rory's. Uh, that's one of the things my dad instilled in me is that you should be able to balance and hold your finish until the ball rolls and stops. You can swing as hard as you want, but you need to have balance. That's so right. it looks like he did get into his, like Tiger did get into his kid's head a little bit and was able to, to instill. Well, that's that. also so like, that's also the you know the time the time of the like the Zen right. aspect of like you you need balance on on a golf swing because if you're like falling off your heels, like you're not hitting it straight and consistent. And, exactly. And for kid and for somebody Charlie's age as a teenager, like. Until you're 22, 23, like you don't your need goals to just, just it's a, right. It doesn't matter if you're hitting a 270. Fuck, that's perfect. That's, that's fine. A, you don't need You'll to be fine. 350. Right. You, you know. don't no. need to worry about that. Just be consistent. Then, if you know you get to that stage where you are PGA Tour pro, if you ever get to that level, yeah, then you need to you need to bump it up and beef it up. But that's you progress to that. You know, when you're in college, right. okay, now you need to start approaching 300. Well, let's get you there. But and if you never he's, get there because you can't, that's it. Then that that you've hit your ceiling. Yeah, but he's right. he's gonna like with that natural talent and his dad grooming him. He's gonna he'll be, be fine. Fun. Yeah, I know he's, he's gonna, gonna be, be on the tour. He's gonna be he's gonna be a top fifty player. He's gonna be winning. He'll win a ma- he'll win a major of, without a doubt if if he continues. He's gonna Absolutely. be a monster. He's gonna be a fucking monster. And I don't know between between him arch manning and tom arch. brady's kid i don't know who which uh progeny i'm gonna hate more within the next couple of years <laughs> just, just turn it up there i think tom brady's kids will be all right charlie charlie woods is very very likable 
That's fair. Charlie Woods is very likable. Uh, Arch Manning, I don't know how likable he's going to be. Let, let me see him get sacked a few for, a few times before I fucking like him. But uh, we'll get there. I'm sure we'll okay. get there. We'll get there. Definitely. Actually, no. I, I, I take that back. Between Bronny, Arch Manning, Bronny. Charlie Woods, and fucking Tom Brady's kid. Now now we got to force him. We got to a deadly foursome. Oh, I don't know about Bronny. More. Yeah. Bronny might be in the overrated. We don't know. We'll see, we'll see how he does at fucking USC or whatever the fuck it is. USC. See how he oh plays God. out. Well, but, on that note, friends. What's that? The note that we've reached midnight. Oh, wow. Ding dong. Ding dong. Ding Party dong. already is dead. Yeah, before we turn into a pumpkin, we'll sign off. Yeah. Turn into a pumpkin. Huh. <laughs> Until next time, and maybe we'll have an NBA Finals champ by the time we and, we an, and a Stanley it's, Cup champ. It's very possible that it's, NBA and NHL could be over by the time we talk to you next. So what's next? What do you do then? Ugh. What's the future plan, of plan the pod? Vegas, plan, plan our Vegas trip. The slog there of base, the slog of baseball. Oh God! And ho- hopefully, someone does something stupid in the NFL. We could talk about. I'm sure um, they will. We'll do win-loss, win-loss, win-loss. Oh, boy. There we go. Perfect. For, fucking, for fucking two it. months. All right. Yep. All right. On that note, toodle Later, fellas. Later. Later.